And we're live. Hey, guys, welcome to the BCTV podcast number 17. My name is Bud, and we are getting ready to start with a special guest today, Knackers. Knackers is quite the uh, creator, man. He's an influencer. He's a podcaster. He's a YouTuber. He's a tw uh, TikToker. He knows this shit about tech. This is a great guy to have here. He's we're going to learn a lot from this guy. And uh, he's got a he's got a cute nappy time hat, which uh, I kind of could go for a nap. So uh, maybe we'll talk about that a little bit, too. But as always, we got my uh, co-host, Chard Muck, and we got Paul down there. How you guys doing today? It's hot. It's fucking hot. It's fucking hot in Washington. Fuck everyone. It's fucking hot. It's fucking hot. Get off my lawn. Get off, Get off my, lawn, my lawn. It's kids. fucking hot. Drink your white claw. It's it is it is a glorious day in San Jose. Good good to hear. Good to hear. So Knackers, man, it's it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast, man. How how you been doing? I'm chilling, man. As always, it's it's hot. It's summertime, and oh my god, I I always like every year we come back to summertime, and I have this thought. Is it always this hot, or is it super hot? You guys, do you guys swear on this podcast? Yes. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, super yeah. fucking hot, like, <laughs> every time. And it's it always kind of sneaks up on me, because in Michigan, sometimes summer will go all the way up until, like, October. Mm. And then by Halloween, it's snowing. And we'll get snow for a little while, and then it'll just kind of transition into rain, and then, like... It's just gray. It's dark and gray uh, for, for months and months and months. Um, so right now we're in enduring the heat. It's humid as fuck. I don't know how humid, but it's real humid. Um, so just trying to just trying to stay alive, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, Western I'm, swamp ass. It's a thing. Swamp ass yeah. is definitely oh, yeah. a thing. Yeah. Being here in central Indiana, you know, we're just a little bit south of you. So the snow usually goes over us, but we get that humidity. I think it I think it comes off the lakes or something. I'm not really sure well how weather works, but uh that that's my guess. That's my story, and that's I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so the meteorology thing just yeah. isn't working out for you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, my my degree in meteorology just didn't work. That's what I get for uh, sleeping through the entire thing, I guess. <laughs> I'm only making you knows about are the ones that he creates himself. Yeah, there, there, you go. Go. there you go. There you go. There you go. There you it's go. always humid in this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's digging for something. What's he got? What's he looking for? What am no, I? My monitor, where you guys usually pop up, is not working, and that's how oh. I'm able to look at you oh, straight shit. ahead. But it's just, it's not working at all. So if you want to fill the air while I figure this out, real quick. Well, this guy, this guy's, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Knackers is uh, a tech guru, as you can quite plainly see at the moment. Um, he's the quite the influencer. He's a good dude, and it's going to be great having him on the podcast. I, I want to ask him about that gear he's got going on in the background. You guys see that? You, you know, want to ask about the gear? Setup? I want to ask all about. I want to know all about all the gear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like the gear. I love talking tech. about this. Your setup is uh, we don't need Viagra. We just take a no. look at photos of your setup nope. and we are just rock hard. Hold on. <laughs> we'll watch a VOD real quick. I'll be back. It's, it's <laughs> See back you later. Back quickly. It works quick. With my, phone. my wife's like, you watching yeah. Ford? No. No. It's better. No, we're Does watching a mic review. We're watching a mic review. <laughs> no, but I love Mac your setup, scale. dude. And you, you talk a lot. I was I was watching your on your um Twitter profile, you've got a kind of a 60 second viewer uh, video that kind of tells you all everything you need to know about knackers is kind of the, even the title of it. And I yeah, it. I saw your rack. You're pulling out this rack. You got a couple of mixers on this rack. You were talking about this audio gear. Uh, you have some rack mount looking stuff there. What 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 was the inspiration? I mean, what what got you into, uh, I guess, tech as, as a young lad or as, a, as an adult or, or how, how did that get started for you? How did the love of tech? Um, okay. Yeah, like for as a quick summary, um, back when I was in high school, I had a, a buddy that was just getting into building custom PCs. And even it's crazy if you go back and look 
at what custom PCs looked like 10 years ago, they're fucking terrible. They're ugly. They're beige. People are cutting windows out of the side of their cases with Dremels and then just like putting a sheet of plexiglass and like, it's custom. Yep. Uh, and so he kind of, he started getting into that and he gave me my very first gaming computer when I think I was in, was either a sophomore or a junior at that time. And I was playing games like uh, Fear and... Uh, um, team Deathmatch, like Half-Life Team Deathmatch, and get into a little Team Fortress and stuff, too. Um, and when that computer broke for the first time, you know, I attempted to give it back to him and say, like, hey, like, can you fix whatever I've got going on over here? And he's like, figure it out. If you're if you're going to continue using computers for gaming, you're going to need to be able to fix them yourself. So that was kind of my first instance of getting into tech and starting to understand it. Mm -hmm. um, my first tech job came after working at Best Buy for two years in the computer department. Right. Um, but it's all sales, and I absolutely despised working there. It was absolutely yeah. terrible. Um, thankfully, a, a friend from high school hit me up and said, hey, my aunt is running a, an elementary school, and they need somebody to look over the technology. I had no fucking idea what I was doing back then. This, so this was when I was 20, yeah. so 10 years ago. I'm like, yeah, I can manage your network of 400 users, absolutely. And I just learned in the background as as time went. And I, I had that job for eight years, and wow. it, it was a great job. That, yeah. So, um, go ahead, go ahead. I, I, I was just gonna say that's amazing because that kind of mirrors my own story uh, in, in in a lot of ways. But for me, it was Circus City. Uh, I don't know if you remember. You're, you're probably old oh, enough to remember Circus City. Yeah, Circus City, and I worked in their computer department. Then I ended up kind of starting a side hustle fixing people's computers that would bring them in because they didn't have Geek Squad or anything about like that. So my manager was right. real cool. So he let me run the side hustle where I would, you know, go to people's house and I'd fix their computers if they come in with a problem. Anyway, after that, you know, I kind of got in a job, uh, you know, just uh, through I think Craigslist just to do because I wanted to get more into the computer aspect of it and wanted to start a career in that. And I ended up um, doing this Craigslist for a, a migration that this company was doing. I had no idea what the hell I was doing at all either. This was the time people were using like zip drives and things like that. So I ended oh up learning how, to, <laughs> learning how to install a zip drive, learning how to you know, migrate files via a zip drive on the job you know, while getting paid. Fucked up a lot of the job, but you know, they, they paid me anyway. And that's kind of that's how I got in. But it was just the jumping in with both feet is kind of the part that kind of mirrors my own story. That's that's very awesome, dude. We'll provide the training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, when, it, when it comes to those types of stories, um, you, you very rarely hear somebody that has been working in technology for 20 years and, like, their first job like that went wrong. Because the, the people who are... <laughs> The people who have the character and the work ethic foundation, um, it's, it's a very specific type of person to to survive in that environment. Like we're not doctors, you know, we're not putting anybody anybody's lives at risk. And if they weren't getting help, they're they're still be worse off of not having anybody work with their, their technology right. whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, so it it's it takes a special kind of person to jump into those environments and have the drive to be like, okay. I need to spend six hours on a Tuesday learning why this Active Directory user isn't migrating from one group to another. Yeah. Um, if you're not, if, 
that person, if you clock out at 459 and you're out the door and you leave work at work, um, IT is not the career for you. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely right. not. Yeah, yeah, especially no, when you're on a... It's definitely not the career for me. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Noted. <laughs> Having done it, it's not for me anymore either, you know. <laughs> but that's cool, man. It's that's, tough. Yeah, that's cool. And that, I think that's the way a lot of guys get started because, you know, it, it takes that tenacity and it takes that drive and it takes that willingness to put yourself in an unfamiliar situation and, and work your way out and beat your head against the wall a lot of the times getting out but you know it, it really takes a special drive and a special kind of person to do it but that's i would just kind of i thought that was really cool because it very much mirrored the way i got started so uh you know kind of a connection we're making there um but back back to the modern stuff man looking at your gear man i love your i love everything about your setup i love the lighting i love that rack you got in the closet back there i love the mic man i i, I could i could spend days in that freaking room there and never get bored just because all the fucking good shit man so so how, i'll tell you yeah, what how did you get into all that man when you're like when i'm sitting here yeah i can touch this wall yeah and i can touch this wall like it's so it looks, it looks whenever people come over you whenever they come over to the house they're like oh this is way yeah. smaller than it looks like on stream i'm like yeah. yo shout out to wide angle lenses making yeah. things that are small Hell big yeah. <laughs> um you know uh, closet of fun baby <laughs> <laughs> i you know there's a little bit of of pride when it comes to tech right like just the same thing with like dudes in cars or dudes in houses there's a pride in not the stuff that you have to show off but a sense of maintaining the technology that you have. And again, you know, going off the same thought of like, you have to be a certain type of person, you have to be a certain type of person to keep up with all of this and maintain all of it and actually enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's just like anybody else, there's, you know, you, you fix cars all day at work and then you come home and, and your catalytic converter needs replacing. You're like, I fucking hate cars so yeah, much. Yeah. Why, why yeah. am I doing this? Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, it just it becomes a, a part of your lifestyle. And I've always been somebody who has not I haven't been on the cutting edge of tech. Like my gaming computers are I've probably had like four or five computers over the past. Twelve years, you know, like right. I'm not up every single year uh i'm not buying every new piece of technology yeah. but i have an interest in taking taking different pieces and seeing kind of how they work right. uh how they can work in, in particular setups and uh, you guys have seen like the audio equipment that i have and and the macro boards that i use like there there's so much depth to a lot of the tech that we use on a day-to-day -day basis and i just get like such a raging boner like tearing those things apart and, right. and implementing them yeah um well, you're making them yourself you make your macro boards. yeah 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 okay. yeah. 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 yeah and well, it, it's crazy that. how easy that is you got like a you had a 3d printer and you make shit all the time like i've seen oh some of the clips of your i mean oh, i didn't you know got, about the 3d printer yeah he's got dude watch tiktok you'll know about the i need to watch more knackers <laughs> dude some talk about are it's great even like little things <laughs> absolutely like, i can print i can print penises whenever i want i can <laughs> fill my entire house with penises if i want um <laughs> you guys know like uh 
Or it like brings new meaning to the word ball pit. I'm just gonna. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, you guys know like pegboards and workshops, right? Where oh, you yeah, hang yeah. all your tools and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So if if you go to Lowe's and you want to buy like a pegboard accessory pack where it comes with like five hooks, uh, five holders. The prices are absolutely insane for little accessories that because mm -hmm. it's so it's most likely patented. There's probably one company that owns the entire pegboard uh, industry. Um, I printed probably like 20 or 30 different hooks for my pegboard for like five dollars. If I was to actually measure how oh, much filament I use. That's cool. And if it's out there, people are are drafting it and right. printing it like you can people are printing replacement parts for their lawnmowers oh, yeah. or like screws and things that have broken for shelves it is just the most resourceful that thing has paid for itself already and i've barely even scratched the surface wow on. so are you awesome. are you going um are you doing your own 3d modeling to do any of your your prints or are you mainly going to like a maker's forum or something and downloading uh, um, blueprint. I don't know. I don't know the terminology. I'm just gonna say blueprints or whatever it is that you need to to uh, to, to print these items. I like CAD files. CAD files. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely want to get into that, and I don't know if any of you have ever tinkered in CAD before, but it is. It is I've, like I've supported its function in an IT environment, but I've not used the software. <laughs> We've it's a yeah, it's like I, don't know, I, I know how to install and update hole. it. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. It's 3D is crazy because you can be like, I want to make this can, but you're really with 3D, you're drafting things in 2D and then giving them volume and navigating a 3D model to make what you want in your head happen is so infuriating sometimes. Yeah. The only thing that I've made uh, mm. is this lovely little penis sign. Penis sign. <laughs> I was like, okay, I there need to make something. And there's a lot of websites that make 3D drafting. Like this probably took 10 or 15 minutes. Super, super easy. Um, I want to congratulate you. I, I hate to cut you off, but I want to congratulate you for being the first man to show his penis on this stream. So thank you for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm talking That's about. That's a first. <laughs> yeah. We so talking about, you know, shit that pays for itself. Man, 3D yeah. printer is an amazing thing to have. It's super time-consuming, and it probably took 15 hours worth of tinkering to get it to print correctly, like sure. its first time. Yeah. Once you hit that, once you hit that threshold, though, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So is that about calibration or? Yeah. So the printers most of the time sent to you in pieces. So you have to put it together frame-wise. A lot of the main components are already there, like the PCBs already there, the controllers, the step motors, all the wiring. You just have to kind of, it's like a Lego manual. They tell you where to put it and you put it. Um, but there's so many factors that make a, a print successful, um, like the leveling of the bed, um, how much filament you're extruding, how much filament is retracted when it needs to change layers, the humidity, the temperature, the like expanding and contrasting of filament, depending on those wow. temperature. And there, there's so many things that can go wrong when you're trying to 3D print. And yeah. every time it fails, you're just learning a new way to try and fix it. Wow, that's there's a, there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of pieces to that a lot to to calibrate it sounds like so you're saying even the humidity in the room can have an effect on it so do you worry about like air conditioner yep. air conditioning and things like that is this yeah that so level I, and, yeah absolutely yeah like if you if you've got an air conditioner too close 
and the filament is being cooled too fast, it causes the filament to warp. So as oh. your print is coming up, it is yeah. it's warping as it's growing. Um, it could be an it could be a nightmare. There's sometimes. a lot of things to consider in a print. Then that's wow. crazy. Yeah. I didn't even yep. think about like he had a warped penis. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's this so... is just like my own. <laughs> I hate it's it when so my shorts gets twisted. <laughs> I, no, there's a, I used to have a larger version of this, but this is a uh, X. I don't know. I don't want to show. <laughs> I showed it there for a second. Uh, it, it won't get you banned. Don't worry. I've showed them on my channel all the time. It's a penis in a tuxedo. And this this, <laughs> this has been the BCTV podcast. Thank you all. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so, yeah, it's an awesome thing to have. Like, I... I always recommend that people consider getting into it mm. but at the same time i'm like just know this isn't like one of those play-doh machines where you put in play-doh and you squeeze and a, a an object comes out the other yeah. end uh, a lot of homework a lot of time um and as all of you know have being a gamer and a gamer and a content creator leaves absolutely no time for for anything else right right yeah yeah and it, it does sound like it could be time consuming with all those things to consider because you know my me just not knowing anything about it i just assume okay you put the stuff in the thing you you load the program you say print and it prints and you know may take a couple hours right, but right. you know nothing else to worry about right but yeah, to know you've got to consider the humidity, you got to consider the heat, you got to consider you know the placement of the air conditioner next to the thing. That's that's very, I don't want to say complicated, but it's it's definitely um, sensitive. It's complicated. It is complicated. It's complicated. But you know, I mean, it, 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 there's a lot more to consider than what you would think on the surface. So right, very cool. Right. It's not a you plug guys and play like kind one. of application. Yeah. Oh boy. And this isn't a penis. It's also crazy. Hey, the amount of time that certain you're going things off take. brand knackers. What the hell? <laughs> Hear it back. So this Hear is a uh, this is a little N64 <gasps> logo. I love it. That's cool. Yeah, I love and that. this took five hours to print. Did this little wow. thing? I mean, com compared to this little this little seltzer can, um, it, it is insane. Like you think when you see something based on its size, you're like oh that sh that should probably be something like I don't know maybe like an hour or two. Yeah, and then the the basic. Uh, steps to 3D print is you find a model, you download the 3D version of the model, and then you use a piece of software to slice that model. So you basically got hundreds, thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of layers that the nozzle is printing, mm -hmm. and you can you can navigate through the model itself to see what the filament looks like as it goes through, and you're like, oh shit, no, this is going to take probably like four or five hours to print. Wow. Uh, now, it's, do you, it's crazy. Do you adjust the thickness of the layers as you're going? Is that one of the things you have to calibrate for each print, or is it the same for everyone? Like, like say one's a millimeter thick, or one's, you know, half a millimeter thick or for each layer? I'm just throwing out numbers. There right i think and i'm still a newbie to all this i think that there is a way where you can adjust i think no matter what the the printer always prints a certain thickness because okay. there's a, like the nozzle is i think like 0.4 millimeters right. in, in in diameter so yeah. i'm not 100 percent about that one but you can make adjustments that will okay. that will alter the the final the final print. i would assume you'd want it to be very thin just because it would have to have time to cool and dry between one layer to the next layer so it doesn't warp as you're right. we talking about before and then so not only that too um you've got there's <laughs> there's different qualities like you can you can have this print and say okay i want to print this in shitty quality and it'll take two hours so it, it'll speed up okay 
the how how much time the nozzle takes to do a single layer, how fast it's extruding the filament, or this can take 11 hours but be the exact same size, but right. you will look and you you can't even see layers into the print. Kind of like um, it's almost like so PPI. Yeah, I was going to even yeah, go back and further say almost like a, like a, the different speeds in like a VHS recording. If you really want to go retro, uh, the different there speeds you, you run the tape is going to give you a different quality. The faster you run the tape, the lower the quality is going to be. You know, and so yep. uh, yeah, same same kind of principle there because I guess you could think of it almost as an analog medium. I guess the the, the actual printing part is medium, even though it's coming from yeah, a digital yeah. source. So fascinating, yep. absolutely. Yeah. Is that something you can start up and then once you get everything calibrated and your surroundings are good and all your levels are fine, is that something you could start up and then go make a meal? Or do you have to sit yeah. there? I mean, you're not going to sit there for five hours to get it. But do you come back? Do you, is there anybody like, oh, this thing's kind of getting off of kilter here. I need to adjust that while it's working. Or is it just something like, okay, I programmed all this in. It's set up, ready to rock, hit print. I'm going to go to the store. Is it something you could do that with or? Yeah, the the first like the first five minutes of a print, that first layer, how that first layer um, adheres to that printing service is the most crucial. So if you start a print and that first layer goes good and you don't see any warping within the first couple minutes, you're usually good to to leave it. Um, but like I'll always check in every couple hours because sure. things can go wrong in the middle of it right, <laughs> at right. any time. I could say somebody point, hit Ronco level of set it and forget it. Yes. <laughs> you know the we guy. Just the, bring all the, the old the infomercial, infomercial guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> the guy with the tuxedo was supposed to have a normal head. This is what happens when you leave it. Yes. It makes. It makes <laughs> I can't watch. He's uncircumcised. I guess the real. I guess the real question is: Have you ever 3D printed a chia pet? Yeah. <laughs> Since we're going infomercials. <laughs> I wonder if you could do that. Not yet. Yeah, I know. Not I got yet. you thinking now. Yeah, he's gonna do a chia chia dick. You know, it's gonna. <laughs> Dude, how? Funny. I mean, it makes sense. The yeah. balls to grow the hair. Are you kidding me? It's got Coming chia pubes. Merch store for Christmas. Yes, I'm, I'm influencing the influencer. I have achieved We're going greatness. Shopping. <laughs> Let's go. Boy, we should. Uh, should we all take a second to talk about our hats, the, the hats that we're wearing, like yeah. what, what what they uh -oh. mean? Because I would love to do that. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah. go first. Right. You brought it up. So this hat is actually from Design by Humans. It just says nap time on it. I love it. And it. I've never worn dad hats before, which I know this is perfectly fitting for this podcast now. Um, and for whatever reason, like a couple, I want to say like a year ago. Because uh, I, I had lost my hair like three years ago. And so, like, you guys know that the comfort level of the hat that you're wearing is very dependent on what your hair is deciding to do that day. Um, and if you're, if you're pulling all your hair back, if it's sitting forward, yeah. um, if it's wet, dry. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to try a dad hat yeah. and, and see what happens. And I bought it and I liked it. So I've just been, I've been wearing dad hats lately. Very cool. Very cool. I got, I got hat. one over there. I don't have any dad hats. All my hats are fitted because I'm, I have high class hat standards, I guess. I don't know. You bougie yeah, bitch. You're a hat yeah, snob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you hat know, snob. I don't I don't eat great, but my hats are fucking phenomenal. Um, <laughs> this is the fourth of July Seattle Mariners uh, special edition hat from I think two or three years ago or something like that. And uh since I won't be really seeing a lot on anything media source next week because I got family coming into <clears throat> town and I'm disconnecting from as much as I can. I figured I'd put it on early today. My ha my hair looks like absolute 
rat's nest, and I just was, boop, hey, this is, it's 4th of July, if I can do it. Is there still that's, any that's blue left in your hair there, Chard? Little bit. Good question. Little bit. Yeah. I, I haven't touched it back Uh-oh. up. Oh, charity yeah. goal? No, because no. uh, I wanted to. Just because I wanted to. I, we, He's my coworkers, style. Yeah, he wishes. Uh, I Everybody at my work, all we all fucking dyed our hair different fucking colors, and we all kind of did it out of solidarity. So oh, I came nice. in with blue. Another guy came in with fucking fuchsia hair. We have lime green and hot pink, and our bosses came in and were like... <laughs> At least yeah. we fucking we build parts and nobody sees us except yeah. for cell. But we were the most colorful cell in the entire building. So you know where the fun's at. Yeah. It's at Augliner. Hey, as long as the planes don't fall out of the sky, it's all good. Hey. Have whatever color hair you want. <laughs> exactly. That's what we do. All right. Do you um strut bud? What about yours? I thought we were going. I thought I'd go last, but I can go now. Mine's uh just a Rick and Morty hat. It went with the Rick and Morty shirt, and I kind of liked it. I was looking for something uh, with these guys on it because I kind of became a pretty big fan of them a few years back. So uh, that's really it. No, no fascinating story, and it covers up the bald. So, hey, <laughs> amen, <laughs> amen to that. Yeah, yeah, got to have something to cover up the receding hairline. I'm not completely bald. I got the Bill Murray thing going on, but uh, you know. The Wicked yeah. Widow's Peak. The Wicked Widow's yes. Peak. That's that's what we'll call it. I like that. I like that. It makes it sound kind of badass, even though it's pretty light. There you go. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> See, yeah. I, I'm i happy. I still have a good head of hair. It's yeah. going gray as hell, but it's still there. Yeah. Awesome. Go. Become one the Silver us. Fox. One, one of us. us. One, one of, of us. us. <laughs> <laughs> so what about and your my, hat? My, mine is just the, the new summer TFG sunset logo. And honestly, I, I'm impressed with Streamlabs' um, merch fulfillment. It's yeah. it's good. It's comfy. It's the quality's nice. And I love that. I, I I I dig it. I dig it. They did they did a good job. Mm-hmm. It's good. good is it hat, um, snapback? It is yeah. as requested by somebody who's in the chat right now. Uh, a user by the name of Twenty Four Ghosts asked if because they liked the logo. They said, "Could you put that into a snapback?" Mm-hmm. And within about five minutes, I went done. Boom. At, most of our yeah. merch is by request from our fans. Could you put that on a blank? Or could you put that on a black t-shirt instead of a white one? Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. The company does I go through does not allow that. Uh, the hat the hat setup for the company I go through is not is not let you get that much the choice. Giant huh? pain ass. Can't have gradients. You can't have this. <sighs> this doesn't fucking work. Jesus Christ. So I might I might be switching. One of these days, I'll do merch. You, you already merch. do merch. Nah, you not really. Not really, because I don't count it, because it's just a bunch of random quotes. I want to get some fancy merch, like you guys got. <laughs> That's my, like, Mine's so just, I... just quotes. It's all it is. Just shit I, off Paul, the wall shit I've said on screen. shake your head and disgust. Yeah. Paul, shake your head and disgust with me, please, on this one. Oh, don't do it. Oh, they, they, she did it. Uh, there is a shame. I've had such a weird, <laughs> weird relationship with merch because I love merch. I love streamer merch. I just I love merch in general. But I've never went out and really tried to make something Before. for my own brand. Like yeah. I've got a bunch of joke things. Like I've got. Um, you guys have seen Bozo the Clown, right? So he's he's been on. Yes. He used to be on camera like all the time. Yeah. The fucking oh, painting I had an, behind you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I love that. Sorry, yeah. so I, I hate clowns. I love that. I had painting. an artist oh, come on. take oh shit. I had an artist take that clown and make a sexy pinup busty version, like a female version. Sorry, woman 
version of yeah. the clown and riding a massive hot dog. And it's like, <laughs> it's an awesome piece. And it's on a t-shirt. You know, we, I've got like some stickers. And I've got, it, oh, it's amazing. I love it. But um, the thing about merch, uh, there is such a same thing with like emotes in a community. Merch okay, feeds Paul. off of okay. community culture. Like if, if you yes. don't have like a culture or context behind merch, it's not, it's just another t-shirt to somebody. So yeah. part of having great merch is building really, really good community culture. And if I'm being honest, I think that's just something I haven't been good at building because I've never focused on it. I've never really gotten behind uh, like emotes, channel points, sound effects. Like I've always strayed away from a lot of the things yeah. that people use nowadays to kind of like encourage community growth. I've just always kind of stayed away from it. So yeah. I'm I'm definitely lacking in the community culture aspect of right. my channel. I I'm actually going to disagree with you though. Yeah. Until lately, you started too. doing the pickle thing. Yeah. yeah. And you have the new pickle yeah. emotes, and you even integrated right. that into the face of your Discord channel icon. Yeah. You yeah. are definitely starting to do that to the point where, when this week, when I've been on streams, and either Bud or Char or myself would mention that we're going to be having you on the podcast, I said, "Yes, the pickle is invading." He did. <laughs> he yeah. said that like three or four times <laughs> at least. Yeah. And uh. Stripey Lobster comes and hangs out, and they fucking post that pickle all the time. They love, and that's, yeah. I got people in chat that are like, "The thing's frightening." I'm like, "It's awesome! I fucking yeah. so love it. cool!" Because I immediately attune it to you and doing the Call of Duty stuff, especially when we get the the just the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Just my eyes. focus face. <laughs> I would. Focus. I want to point out too. I want to also point out it's no accident that I wore my pickle Rick shirt today. So there you go. I, I wore it. I wore There's it in honor. Man. Honor of you. So <laughs> I, here I here I am tickling his pickle. I'm actually meant to be pointing at him, but I'm. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm doing. Wow. <laughs> See, that's that's the craziest yeah. thing about community culture is this guy has been a part of my channel since day one. He used to actually sit on my desk. In front of the camera, like in front of me, always oh. there, and I, I would use him to, to talk on stream. He would be on stream. I used to have scenes. Like I don't know if you guys ever saw my content before you knew me, but I, no. my content used to be very similar to Jimmy's, to where it's like shit ton of scenes, a lot of like kind of like gimmicks, sound effects, um, like videos. I used to do all of that, and then I just kind of fell off because exhausting <laughs> it's so fucking exhausting it is. to do all the time it and is. it just it wasn't i wanted it to be my broadcast so bad but i wasn't that great at it and after forcing that dude onto my channel for seven years and then randomly one day turned on a pickle and played some games and that stuck and resonated better and that six month period than that clown for the entirety of my streaming career. So it's like to a point, I have a fucking choice. What yeah. takes off in your community because right. you never know what people are going to latch onto. And that's, it is insane to me about the pickle and it pisses me off because I tried yeah. so hard doing things I had no business trying. Yeah. And then the pickle thing <laughs> just stuck and then it, people loved it. It never yeah. goes that way though. You, you, you have this great idea and you just picture it going and you have it, you know, and, and you try it and that it's always some random shit that just happens by happenstance that they latch onto. 
And that's exactly it, it is infuriating, but it's also awesome in a way, too, because it, I, I love shit that just kind of evolves and comes out organically like that. And I, I think that's what that pickle thing is. Um, I, w- I want to go back and touch a little bit on because you had mentioned uh, when you when you started out or earlier on, you were doing a little bit like Jimmy does with his uh, scene trades. We're talking about middle age stream uh, for those at home. One of my one of my favorite content Who? creators, middle age stream, that guy, you know, Who? the beer guy. <laughs> 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 but but i, I want to the, the reason i'm going back to that is because and we talked about a little bit about this earlier is these um switchboards you could do these macro boards uh going back yeah. to your tech and your diy those things are fascinating what i one of the things i really love about them and i and i'm going to go i'm kind of going off script I, you kind of got me going on leoran board but back to the mechanical switches I love the idea of doing that, not just because it's DIY, but because they're mechanical switches. And that's the big gripe I always had about the stream deck is I hate the fucking buttons. I get that they're like that because of the um, the um, um, the uh, animated GIFs and shit you can put on them. But the buttons are squishy. It's a membrane style. The mechanical is so much better. What what got you? What, what was the inspiration in that? What got you? What made you decide to do these kit boards and uh, go this mechanical route and just kind of uh, pushing that? Yep, and I'll I'll do a little show and tell for the camera of, of what they're talking about. Yes. So this is a 16 key. It's called the Super 16 by a company called One Up Keyboards. And I, like you mentioned, absolutely love the Stream Deck. Mm-hmm. But for t- like, how many times have you pressed the button on the Stream Deck and then gone, "What the fuck?" and then look down and realize that like the button didn't press too many times like, to count <laughs> all the fucking time, and it drove me insane. Yeah. So. The the plus sides to me having a mechanical, mechanical, oh my god, mechanical keyboard that has the same buttons, same programming all the time is that I can reach down and tap something without even looking. And I know that when I hear the click or I feel the click, yeah. the button was pressed. And it didn't make sense to me to have my core scenes, pre-show, gaming, talking, be right back, goodbye, buried somewhere in a stream deck. Because I want to be able to be like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. Not even look at the stream deck, tap a button, and then immediately start walking. Yes. And that time of like, I'm looking through my folders. Ah, where the fuck? I know it's in here. Just like going through memes and sound effects, trying to find the thing you already know you want to do. Yeah. And that always just drove me absolutely insane. So I started looking into custom options that I could just like, okay, I want this key to be this all the time and 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 they've worked amazing for that um the other big issue for me is because i really like smaller keyboards you know 60 percent keyboards Mm -hmm. i'm missing a lot of the core buttons like my entire function row doesn't exist no arrow keys play pause next track um having a macro board with those dedicated keys allows me to still have a 60 percent keyboard Mm -hmm. which i prefer and but still have access to those keys as well that's awesome. That's awesome. And, and I love the idea, just like I said, just just simply from the fact that they're mechanical keys makes them infinitely better than a stream deck to me, just because you get that tactile feel. Like you said, you feel the click. You feel that. You know yep. it hit no matter what. And it, it really gives you that 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 input um, from feeling the click, but also, you know, that knowledge that the button actually did engage, not like with a stream deck. So and cool. analog satisfaction. I did yeah. the thing and I know the other end of this equation is going to execute yeah. the way that it's supposed to. Exactly. I put, I put the lever down on the toaster. Yeah. That heat element is going to fucking turn on. 
Wait, it didn't because I unplugged it. I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> I, I must be heavy handed because I just I guess I push it really fucking hard. I, I don't know because I, yeah. I, I actually really like the I can totally agree with Knackers on the lack of I, I find myself staring off into space trying to do the same thing of I just want my be right back screen on. I want my end of show stream on and I try and set up each folder to be a mirror image of well not a mirror but a, a, an exact replica of the one before it yeah because i i do a lot of scenes and stuff too just because it's easier to fit certain games you have to adjust sizes and shit so i have scenes for each adjustable sized game that i'm playing oh, wow. or whatever and so i i make the each folders but sometimes you're it's buried right so i tried to put it this is the console section for pc games that are newer like no man's sky or if i played something on playstation 4 control something like that then i have all the stuff that i will use on there be right back screen all the you know cop troll scene hot tub scene all that stupid shit right and then i the next scene will have the same thing but there's some sound effects on certain scenes that i want for that scene so i gotta fucking find that yeah and i i'm like maybe if i just get a bigger stream deck that'll solve my problem but yeah. it also sounds like this is a better maybe direction for somebody who has a lot i know paul has the same thing he does all the scenes and changes and stuff too so i don't know if he runs into the same kind of issues of like yo i want the fucking news report scene where the fuck is that you know that kind of stuff is it would it make aside from the mechanical attribution of it would it make that life a little bit smoother would you say like the your, would. Your board so the, the greatest part about a stream deck is like when you want to change what the a certain button does, that is super, super easy. So if you wanted to have like a dedicated board like this, right, that sat horizontal and the scenes that you're talking about, if they're ones that you're always going back to, to be able to always have that same button be that same scene, yes, it would be. For managing sound effects, I never recommend things like this um, just because programming these to play sound effects on taps is way way harder and then with how often you might cycle through sound effects it might just be a huge pain in the butt mm -hmm. um i am so keen on having that like that experience for myself that i have another stream deck that doesn't it has one page there's one page and okay. it just stays there all the time because i love everything that it does but when I want to get to that particular thing, like if I want to mute a microphone because something is happening or there's a racist in VoIP, there's no time for fucking around. I, I need to mute the thing immediately. Mm -hmm, um, right. And the what I will say is that the Stream Deck XL, so I just got gifted a Stream Deck XL Ooh, pretty recently nice, by nice. Love, my community. Yeah, nice. fucking uh, too good to me. Um, <laughs> and I, I tweeted at Stream Deck and I said, you know what? Stream Deck XL is amazing. What I need is the ability to freeze a row so that no matter what page I'm on, mm. one row is always the same no matter what. That would what. be awesome. That would be so, sick. So for you, if you've got four scenes that you know are you're going back to all the time, no matter where you're at, you can you can be stuck on the sound effects page, but have your main scenes at all the buttons that, at the bottom. See, that would be that would sick. Be, that would be really yeah. So I'm, I'm waiting for them to do that. Yeah. That. That's and now I'm going to speak from the idea. simple side of things because I know that there is a folder functionality, mm -hmm. but the way I set my stream deck because um, 
we we move pretty fast on our channel. Things things are kind of bang bang bang. So I only have set hello Iona. I only have set exactly what I'm ever going to use. I don't have any subset folders. Mm -hmm. So I only update this to fit the needs of what I'm going to do you know kind of currently and quickly whereas if I have <clears throat> a scene that's lesser used um, well, that's just going to be on OBS, and I'll grab the mouse and I'll pop that scene if I have to. Those right. are my ready, you know, shotgun go bang, 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 yeah. almost every time kind of things. Yeah. Um, whereas, like I know, Chard is talking about folders and subfolders. I know they exist, but one of the things that I'm trying to be because some people are like, "Oh, it's so you're so quick, like you don't even look down at something and be like, yeah, because it's just the way it is." Mm -hmm. So. I'm also being maybe a bit of a minimalist and maybe a bit of a Luddite that I'm not progressing it into something more elegant. But for me, I'm just, just like, boom. Like, I don't even, I don't take my eyes off the camera. Boom. Yeah. You yeah. got, um, you gotta be. I, it's, I mean, I'm the same way, but there's one of my stream decks has like a folder per type of show. Like if I'm doing a podcast, I'm right. looking at one page the entire time. If I'm doing gaming, that one page, um, because same reason you just stated, and right. minimalism when it comes to, because you guys know, like the difference of your attention span for when you've had like three people watching to twenty people watching, like it, it's not. You can want to be as extravagant and detailed and production quality as you want, but when it comes down to your attention is being split 17 different ways, you need to be able to act in a timely manner mm -hmm. because production quality isn't just about how things look. Production quality is about the flow of how Amen. things kind of develop Reach. as the show goes along. And if you're constantly fucking around with stuff, um, it can it can deteriorate that production quality that you're really going after. Yeah, whenever whenever you have technical difficulties or something doesn't go wrong with Interfulsion, you have that downtime where you're you're just oh I got to fix something on the fly real quick. It really can interrupt the continuity of of a stream. So yeah, you're absolutely right. The production value is value isn't just how things look. It's it's how efficient you can be in running at running the show and doing the scene switches and things like that. Go ahead, Chard. Amen. We need to point something out here. We have the tech guru knackers on with us today, correct? You hit go live. You drug us all down into Discord. We fired up. We did not have a tech issue starting the show. <gasps> This is the first show where we didn't have Bud go. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on. We got to fix this. Someone has been doing his homework to impress our guest today, I think. Lex. <laughs> two things. Two things. Two things. Well, okay. Three things. One, you're absolutely right. Um, also... <laughs> <laughs> also, I, 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 I didn't stream today, <laughs> so I didn't have my stream, so I had more time to prepare. And also, yeah, I made a checklist, so I now have a checklist to go off of because I'm trying to be more professional. But uh, also, yes, I did want to pre impress Knackers because he's kind of a hero of mine now. What usually goes wrong because podcasts, while they seem simple on the on the front end, yeah. are actually incredibly detailed. Usually it's just me just flying by the seat of my pants. I won't have their audio on or I'll have the, everybody but me muted or I'll have um, 
I'll, I'll have everybody's audio levels just way wrong, or I won't have everything yeah. lined up, or have the name tags just flat out wrong, or it's something like, like a quick turnaround yeah. kind of. Oh shit, we just need to. Yeah, I, I usually have it fixed yep. within like thirty seconds, but there's usually yeah. like at least a thirty second to a minute part of the beginning of the podcast where we just look like complete and total amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that kind of still happens, to me. and it's usually my fault. <laughs> it's, well, it's always my things. fault. <laughs> Two things, but you didn't stream today, so I'm your herb load is probably lower. And that's true. Two, and two, the point that I wanted to I'm make as far as that today. Only, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the devil's cabbage. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> but I love how you guys are talking about, and for me being in a theater background, the the two worst words you can ever hear over a com when you're like working on a live show the two words words you can say when you're on live with anybody is hold on yep if you have to say hold on that's oh bad. you're so fucked yeah that's bad that's bad, bad. Yep. i don't even do theater so, i know that's bad yeah yeah Those if i hear go q94 hold on no <laughs> go <laughs> don't make me push you off the catwalk <laughs> or whatever exactly. it is <laughs> The cat. <laughs> is that the, what they call it? What are those things up at the? Uh, you... uh, yeah, is that the catwalk? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking upstairs, running. Yeah, I'm the talking like where the sandbags yeah. and shit are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not, not well, like I have to I, say so Not times. like I do my little turn on the catwalk. Yeah. <laughs> right, oh, Bud is a pretty you, little princess. Uh, are you using an MB7 chart? I am using a Razer Siren Elite microphone because I have this unhealthy relationship with Razer, um, mm, and I love it. Yeah, I know. Hashtag I'm a fanboy Razer. I know. I get shit for it all the fucking time, but I love it, and it sounds great, and I didn't have to do much to it. Um, a buddy of mine who's uh, into audio, buddy of all of ours, uh, Barley, Barley. Um, sat down and, and helped me kind of fine-tune everything in OBS because I was working on voice mod, and every time I turned that thing on, I literally wanted to die inside every single oh time. My I, hated I hated voice mod. I could mod, not man. function it properly. I only used it so that I can get level in one and sound in another, and then it would just shit all over everything I did, so I deleted it completely, and then I bought this. This was the first, like, expensive. So I had a toner. I had a toner blue uh, X XLR for a little while. It was my first big mic that I bought outside of, you know, whatever headset mic I had to start. Um... And then I picked this thing up. I did research on it. I looked over it. I'm a razor whore. I'll admit it. So I was like, you know what? Let's drop a few extra on this thing. Let's pick it up. Let's see what it's about. I mean, I was a singer in a band for several years, and I always used Sure SM58s and SM57s for recording and for live shows and stuff. But it, I don't know. I just never thought of it the same way. I wanted something. Yeah, there you go. I love them silverheads. <laughs> I just bought four I of these. I, I, got, I got Hey, you know, you yeah. want to send one by Those way? are great <laughs> mics, though. Those are great. I love the Shure SM58s. They're I fantastic mics. I love Shure SM58s and 57s. We yeah. did 57s for, li or for recordings, and then I did uh, F58s for yeah. live. And then I had a wireless yeah. and a bunch of other shit. But I wanted to do something a little more different. I don't know. I just wanted something like this the toner was good but too crackly it was it was a 50 dollars mic so you can kind of it was good for getting started to getting my feet wet right and it worked it worked great and i had you know i had a very generous uh generous community that helped me save up and i dropped it on this guy and night and day fucking difference right night and fucking day difference from what those guys hooked me up with so and i love it and 
I know it's USB. I love XLR. I love Phantom Power. I love don't all that you, shit. Don't you don't you let anybody shame you for it being USB. Fuck them. I agree. Wow. The, yeah, there's the a lot of great person. USB <laughs> mics <laughs> out there. I got for that. I yeah. when I bought it, I was like, shit. I thought yeah. it was gonna be dual. Like I thought yeah. it would be one or the other, and it wasn't. I plugged it in and went, fuck. All right. Yeah. So I started playing with it, and right out the box, it was fucking mint. I'll tell you and what. Then I got the fine tuning from yeah. Barley, yeah. and it's. This is what it sounds like now. It sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. So. Don't shit on the USB mics. I, I'm kind of jealous of those new Elgato's, the Waves. I kind of would like yeah. to have one of those. Those look really fucking sick with that software. Yeah, USB mics. Think about are getting fine. one of those for my Mac. Yeah, yeah. I thought about getting I mean, one we'll for, my, for my laptop for travel and shit. Yeah. That cool. reputation came because a lot of that stuff got rolled out in like 2007, 8, 9, a little too early where certain soundboards and processing power and a lot of and also a lot of ignorance in the way of the user made it so that the end product the end result of the content that was being created was crap yeah. and so it was it was a lot of different factors you, you talking now, about the blue yeti users talking into the top of the microphone instead of the front with the microphone facing backwards yeah yes. right the backwards it sounds weird i don't know why does this I'm usb mic right? like sound so crap i better spend more well, money on xlr looking for the fucking room because it might as well be <laughs> You know, um, you guys have obviously know about the Shura SM7B. You guys are all very um, knowledgeable. Yeah. One of the reasons why that mic does so well and why cheaper alternatives are are often overlooked is because that mic sounds great out of the box. Yeah. Whereas yes. I'm sure with your guys' pod mics, you've probably had to put a little bit of work into it to get out that like airy, tinny, kind of not necessarily present um, mic. And it's, Indeed. like I said, if you get the pod mic to its right place, sounds fun, fantastic. Both your guys' mics sound great to oh, me. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you. Thank you. It, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Paul and Paul and um, Bud's mic, I'm like kind of jealous of. Because no. I know how hard they work to get the tuning in. It sounds so good. Dude, your mic sounds great, too. Don't knock mine. your mic. Yeah, your so mic sounds great. I assume it sounds good. I see, I see the little right light, the red light going on here. I mean, it's, hey, it's on. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that's why, you know, like, it's why it's such an amazing microphone. And you can have people argue whether or not it's worth to spend that amount of money on a microphone for yourself. But there's a lot of the problems that we have, especially on the, excuse me, the USB side is there are not a lot of USB dynamic microphones out right now that sound great. And 80% of people, um, I did a podcast with uh, Kick Tripod a couple, like a couple years ago, and he was one of the lead people who worked on the GoXLR, who actually like helped develop that piece. And he said that over 60% of people who bought a GoXLR left their microphone settings default. Wow. Ooh. So that wow. just goes to show you how, how much, and again, that's 50% of the people who agreed to share their device diagnostics with GoXLR. Right. Um, yeah. So not 50% of users, so but... It might um, be a lot bigger than it actually is. <laughs> right. Uh, that is an insane, insane statistic. So yeah. the, the reason why certain microphones are, are recommended over others a lot of the time is because some of them take work and some of them don't. That makes um, sense. Again, like this this microphone, the RE320, I think it's two ninety nine right mm -hmm. now, or it's either two ninety nine or or three forty nine. That sounds about right. But out of the 
there you guys are hearing this mic without any eq on it it's all just a good wow. preamp yeah compressor that is it that's all that is going on and, and that is that's something that's yeah exactly 100%. um same sm58s you know yeah. i i will never i will never knock anybody for not wanting to buy something because of the way that it looks there there is a there's a certain essence to buying things because of how they look and again when you're on camera yeah. we are all very picky over what is in our camera frame and how mm -hmm. something looks yeah sm58s they are yeah sm58s look fucking goofy when you've got like a clamp mic arm <laughs> and sitting at a, sitting at a t it just looks yeah. goofy and i don't know if that's because we all grew up or grew up on Twitch watching people with Blue Yetis and right. AT2020s. Like, right. yeah. the AT2020, AT2035, they're slick fucking mics. They're matte yeah. black. They're black all the way around. Yeah. There's no chrome, nothing shiny. Again, sound amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I used to use a 2020. Use, yeah, I got a 2020 yep. in my... It's in the closet, I think, yeah. 2020 had oh, an like, NXL 990, same thing. Great mics. There is a certain mm -hmm. tone that you can get out of the 2020 and the 2035 that I cannot replicate with this microphone. Yeah, There's, right. They just do such an amazing job at replicating a true warm sound yeah. of a voice. When, when I talk to people who have 2035s or 2020s, it sounds like I'm in the room talking to them. Yeah. We're like, we all sound a little bit, yep. a little beefy. Radio you know, we got a little beefy. Got a low end yeah. on there. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of that's the difference and between th condenser versus dynamic microphones. You're going to get yep. that presence yeah. with that condenser mm -hmm. mic at the sacrifice yeah. of picking up every single background bit of background every yeah. fart in the corner of the room is yeah. Just yeah. right yeah. the goddamn microphone yeah. you guys want to hear my wife vacuuming let me hook up my at2020 yeah. again sorry i can still hear your wife vacuuming with your current <laughs> yes but with my at2020 it sounds like she's in the same room with you <laughs> yeah yep. hey you miss housekeeping housekeeping <laughs> i stay i watch i join in but that's not knocking wow. condenser mics. I love condenser mics, but you just have to have yeah. the right kind of uh, treatment in your room to use those kind of mics. Exactly. In my opinion, yeah. It was yeah, weird yeah, from the blue, the toner to this, because the toner was the side mic where yeah. you talked into, you know, side it's like talk into yeah. the logo of the mic. So I had it would, you know, hang there. So when I got this, it was the same thing. I was talking into the side of it. I was like, this sounds like shit. And I like, I'm, I got it set up the same way. Nothing's different. So it's fucking USB mic. That's the fucking problem. And then, you know, I did research after because I'm an idiot and went, oh, you need to talk into the top of it because yeah. that's where the fucking connection, you dumb. Yeah. And as soon as I did that, night and day, night, you yep. know, my, my parents watch my stream. God help them. I don't know why. <laughs> but my mom came in and she goes, did you get a new mic? And I was like, yeah, I did actually. She goes, that is night and day. I'm like, you pay attention enough to know what my voice sounds like. That's awesome. From yeah. fucking yesterday uh, to yeah. today. That's wow. So yeah. if my mom's noticing it, who she still thinks I sound like Bud. So I'm not real, <laughs> not real good about how she lucky is, you, but uh, well, yeah, lucky me. I got a good, good sound. Okay. I almost want to get Tam in the room. Cause I mean, look at the, uh, all the guys with beards, glasses, I don't hats, glasses. any glasses. Oh yeah. Sam's going to be like, there's four of them! What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Hats, glasses, beards. Hats, glasses, beards. That's, that's the Twitch uniform. I will say, before we go too far um, down the beautiful rabbit hole that is audio, um, 
I want to acknowledge that there are a lot of streamers who are still starting out, and we've talked about this before, who freak out about their equipment when they look and see kind of what is the the uh, the the standard operating equipment that is on Twitch, where they see people rocking you know, certain microphones, and they're just like, look, I'm using the headset and the camera for my PS4. It's what I've got. And people are like, I feel like shit because of that. And I go, shut up. You're doing fine. If you're going to go more later than when you can, then go for it. Right now, rock what you got. Because that's been a common theme on this podcast is we've talked to people about kind of their genesis, their stories of how they came on. It's work with what you got. Um Please, and I, I really want to put this out to anybody who's watching or sees this, you know, or listens to this later on, maybe not live. If you've got it, use it, do what you can, and then if you want to upgrade later and you can, go for it. Do your research and listen to people who are out there doing amazing things and putting out their knowledge, like Knackers, who has who is, you know, one of the driving forces of the stream wiki. Um and and seriously, because I've I've read so many damn articles on that wiki. Yes, I love Nackers that thing. A, I think we lost Paul. Own... I think we lost Paul. But oh, we lost. Oh, yeah, no. he's really. Shocked. Uh, he, he's he just really into that stream wiki. But he he's, brought up that stream he's just wiki. Been fucking shock. Yeah, but since he brought up the stream the wiki, screenshot. why don't you tell Elk? I think we have him back now. I think he's back. Now. Oh, is he back? Yeah, I think Are he was. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. I uh, will let Paul pick up back up where yeah, you finish left off. Up, but, but, sorry because i saw you all froze there yeah. i think that's probably on my end um is that whole thing of i i don't have an sm7b you have three viewers you'll get there it's okay relax right. rock what you got and be yourself that's gonna get you up that's gonna get yep. you up and then when the time comes that you can you know financially comfortably grow a little bit exactly then do it you don't have to act like you're one of the Joneses on day one. Please don't fucking do that to yourself, please. People don't want to suck. They don't want to be seen yeah. sucking. That's no. that's the biggest thing because when when I they when they pop time. into Twitch for the first couple months and they see what is possible, they don't want to be somebody who isn't at that level because mm -hmm. they think that's what viewers they think what the quality of the stream production wise equates to the success of the person and it's just not it's just not the case ever right. well i've seen people who have got everything who have got yeah. all the bells and whistles yeah but they don't they don't have a channel culture right they don't know how to work with their audience they don't know how to be themselves or be real and you just go well this is somebody trying to polish a turd yeah and this turn ain't gonna get polished. Sorry, my, right. my don't two cents, do this. My two cents on that whole thing is I think it's better to start with crappy equipment because that forces you to focus on what I like to call well, well, I didn't coin this, but I like to call the craft of streaming or content creation in general. Is the kind of you start with what you got, you develop your chops. While you're developing your chops, you can earn some money from your stream. And as you get your chops, you'll be able to upgrade the equipment. That way, the equipment fits the level of content you're at. Because, like you said, you see people start out like maybe you know they're a trust fund kid or whatever. They could all just go out and buy the SM7B <laughs> and the and the DBX40, whatever the fucking uh, uh, best amplifier is, and they buy uh, a 6400 and they go up and they just and they don't say a word and they just play because they haven't had the time to go through the trenches and build the chops. I mean, I started out, this was my microphone when I first started out. This is actually a Zoom oh, H4N recorder. Yeah, but I figured out you could hook up, because I didn't have a microphone, but I figured out you could hook up via USB 
and turn this into a microphone. So I had this off cam. This was my microphone for like the first six months I streamed until I saved up enough money through, you know, donos and bits and subs and all that shit to buy my first mic, which was the AT2020. And my God, when I got that mic, I was on cloud fucking nine because I earned it mm -hmm. with the skills I learned and through yep. my channel. And that made it even better. And I think that 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 allowed for I mean, I, I'm, I'm acting like I'm some big time guy, but for the growth I've had, I think it's due to the fact that I had those humble beginnings and I was kind of forced to um, focus in and hone in on the skill over the over the um, equipment. It's not even that. I mean, you, uh, what I have now, the equipment I have now, I may not even want it back when I first started up. I was using the Xbox shit. I had the Xbox Connects. I was using the headset, all that stuff. It was just whatever I had to get this thing off the ground and running. And like Bud, I used, you know, donations and worked extra hours at work and did all this other extra stuff to make this work. And also have a, my wife would buy me surprises and shit to yeah. go with it. So I, I might've wanted to get, a super fucking expensive microphone with zero knowledge on how to fine tune it or how to make it sound right. Be like, I just spent $500 on this goddamn thing. It sounds like shit. Uh, what am I doing wrong? And it, but it's changed. It's evolved. You evolved with, with your stream and with your community and with your people. And then it ends up that you're a giant razor whore and you end up spending ah. money on a, on a giant razor whore mic. And you know, that's, that never anticipated that being a thing until I was like, Hi, Razor. Hi. Razor, please like sponsor your... Chard Monk. I like your please. stuff. <laughs> but no, I, oh, it changed. And it's all the research that I did as a streamer, watching people like Bud and, you know, Paul and, and you know, the NECs and the Jimbles and all those people out there that, that I've watched getting into my own and, and getting an idea of what will set me aside as a streamer than everybody else. Like, what is going to be me that makes me me so people come in and go oh he's a fucking rpg razor guy what a whore you know it's just that's 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 how you develop it and then that's how you get the gear that you want and then you go from there and that, I, I think it's a really good growing experience like bud said to start do do what you can like as paul said do what you can with what you have fire it up don't spend thousands of millions of dollars on gear just fucking play with your you can you can twitch on your phone yeah you can record yeah. yourself yeah, on you your can. fucking phone get a goddamn wi-fi and put it in your face <laughs> and see what the fuck happens that's yeah. all you got to do and then you'll go from there it's and getting it's, dirt on your tires it's that whole yeah. idea of yeah. just fucking do it and so just if there's it. any singular message that i think we're all unanimous about because you're looking at somebody and uh, i'm i promise i'm not trying to give you a reach around knackers but when it comes to yes, your yes. tech I am. I am. I am. yeah charts first in line uh, I, I get sloppy seconds um <laughs> <laughs> harder i love it <laughs> <laughs> the safety word is banana, but you'll never banana, 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 no, banana, banana, banana. It's pickle. <laughs> it's pickle. But when you've got someone who is like you know really high echelon like you, and you've got a couple other dudes in here that you know have done some of the work, it's really quick to go. I'll never be like that. Are you fucking kidding me? You don't have to be like that. Get on, yeah. play the games, have fun, grow a community. You don't have to have the most badass shit to be badass. Be yourself, goddammit. And then later on, if you want to up your game, do the research, do the stuff, 
earn a little bit, you know, have the community help you, and you'll get there. Shout out to a streamer that we have worked with named Tawijia, who when I first saw her, she was using um, a wireless mic pack that she actually had gotten, I think, from her days in theater nice. that she had hardwired in. And it was it was tinny. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it was a Sennheiser. It what you know, it was it's okay. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, yeah, Chard knows. Um, <laughs> um and then we came into her stream just like as a crew, just like, hey, she's playing a game. She was it was her first time ever playing Legend of Zelda. She just never really oh, wow. gotten into retro. And when she when we looked down and we saw that she was doing um a donation drive so that she could get a blue yeti so that she could upgrade a little bit um yeah and especially when you're when you're dealing with what she had all of a sudden our whole community just like within about 20 minutes got her to her goal and now you come in and the sound of it is way better by the way again Mm -hmm. shout out to tuigia she's awesome she's got kitties and she has a pet ferret which is fucking awesome which I i had a ferret once because one at one point, um, she came into my channel and was just giving me, you know, giving me crap. And I'm like, yeah, go play with your ferret. I'm going to take that back. That sounded sexual. I'm sorry. Wow. At the same time. Look out. Look out. I, know, I, I noticed, too. You guys too. both took a sip of the same. I noticed. I noticed. I wasn't going to say nothing. <laughs> sorry, family. I, I had to. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dude, I'm telling you, comedy. I'm telling you, Chard and I are quantumly linked as evidence of his mom and my it wife. Just, yeah. It has to be true. It has to be. Gear matters. Like, if anybody ever asks me, does gear matter? I say yes, but yes. not as it doesn't yeah. matter yeah. as think that, as much as you think that it does. I made TikToks with this and this fucking yeah, microphone, this yeah. tiny little microphone. <laughs> Combined anywhere from two to three hundred thousand views with these yeah. two things right what here. What do you call it in your microphone with? <laughs> it's, a know, it's a little squirrel hand. Hand. I know. I yeah. thought, yeah, that, that's just awesome. <laughs> By the way, on my Twitter is one of your TikToks. I watch this thing at least once a week. It was the today on TikTok. It's the time where I was making chicken fried steak on stream. I broke and my ribs. Broke my ribs. Yeah, broke yeah, I love that one. <laughs> that oh, man, fucking I, I, hurt. Yeah, yeah. My eyes were like, oh, hawk. Check out you, that, on you didn't TikTok. like hit where we went. Ooh, that must no, have hurt. I think was... everybody was like, oh. Yeah, you looked oh, like you yeah. fell through the roof. Like it was yeah. rough. Wow. That I was uh, like your, two fractured your... ribs for that. Ugh. Yikes! I like your. My eyes are up here. That's that's the newest favorite. <laughs> that's beautiful. I look so disgusting in that fucking. I can't love it. Oh, oh my god! god. You I have to embrace recently, that shit though. Yeah. I just recently fell into TikTok because a coworker of mine, a really good friend of mine, showed it to me at work, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you watching?" And then my wife found it, like the same day on some weird universal spin that everybody found TikTok the same day. So they're sending now the two of them are sending me stuff I'm like ah, fucking TikTok, and then I saw yours and went okay. <laughs> this, this, yeah, I can't. I'm broken. I'm, I'm done. This is good shit. I'm going to admit right now, I have never watched a single TikTok video in my entire life. It's all right. Never. It's all right. I not. I've seen them on yeah. YouTube. I've seen TikTok videos on YouTube, but I've never gone to TikTok and actually watched a video. I know. <laughs> if you start, 
Start I'm embarrassed knackers. about it. I'm not bragging. This I'm saying I wish so I would have been because that's kind of the gravy train right now, isn't it? That's that's where the the growth seems yeah. to be. I, I, you could tell us a lot about that, dude. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Not only from a content creator's perspective, but like for example, <laughs> there are a couple different people that I follow that people do like all their TikTok is all gardening or woodworking or cooking hacks or like or woodworking hacks. The amount of shit that people can teach you in 15 to 16 to 60 seconds is like insane. Mm -hmm. There's there's that part of TikTok. There's a content creator part of TikTok. And then there's there's the part of TikTok where you're like, okay, for an entire day, you're going to witness the entire world realizing that their washing machine has a filter that you have to clean. And everybody's like going to their 15 year old washing machine going like, oh, my God, pulling out 15 years of just gunk and coins and just all this shit and it's, it's wow. hilarious right now you've got me worried cold. that's interesting um, there's there, it's not everybody or you know like there's um the people who have the coil the electrical coil stoves oh, yeah. a lot of those stoves that top layer actually lifts up and will stay up like a car hood yeah, yeah, and you yeah. can clean okay. out underneath that's it right. millennials didn't know that yeah. um so a lot of stuff like that there's there's people you know TikTok is very big on feeding you content from your area so like right now oh. all of our freeways are underwater because of all of the all the flooding the and flooding. all the rain right. um there will be people who all they do is create TikTok content about restaurants that they find like little diamond in the rough restaurants mm -hmm. gives you places to go things to see hidden beaches pathways parks yeah. um is insane addicting and you will absolutely spend an hour or two just yep. doom scrolling through it so it's it's poisonous <laughs> yeah. in that matter or in that fact but there's gonna um, be good or bad and bad <laughs> yeah but don't no. don't watch the, the ass shakers for too long or the algorithms will keep giving you the ass shakers exactly you know what i will say about tiktok there's never a time like there's so many times where i'm just going through like twitter i'm like all right, that's enough. Of, that's enough of that shit for the right, week. Right. I'm fucking yeah, yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, TikTok. TikTok, you're just like it's all positive, good. I need to shit. check it out. I'll need to check it out for sure. Yeah, because yeah, I, I've doom scrolled YouTube or not YouTube, uh, Twitter enough to be like I'm done doom scrolling. Twitter for the rest is of my fucking life. Yeah, it's and so bad. But yeah. if there's something Streamer that Twitter I can terrible. have a little bit, yeah, yeah, it, it's all fucking terrible as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I use it kind of reluctantly but if there's something that's more positive out there in tiktok then i guess it's worth a, a look i think i think i'll check it out tiktok comes off as joyous because there's a yeah. lot of people who do some really fun creative things on there yeah. mm -hmm. i mean uh, and this is again to you knackers that one and i replied to you with this one the thing is like does my nose really move this much when i'm talking nope. <laughs> here's my big does. polish nose <laughs> yep and yeah. i responded there's, to that because you know... they made me giggle because <laughs> if you, I'm I don't know if any giggling. of you have ever, if you've ever zoomed in on your nose while you're talking, it moves a yeah. lot. Mine and once you, not mine. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the big cons to TikTok is content theft is almost encouraged with the way that the platform algorithm works. Like TikToks that are made in reply. You remember when YouTube had video replies? Oh, oh God. Wow. Yeah, that was forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. So TikTok has that to that. where you can either stitch or duet another person's video. And, you know, a stitch being you can choose five seconds of their video and then reply to it. 
Um, oh. Or you can record yourself through the entirety of the other person's and it shows the video side by side. Interesting. Um, streamer TikTok can be just as toxic as uh, streamer Twitter, mm -hmm. but it, there's so much less depth to it and things die on TikTok way faster than they do on, on Twitter. Um, yeah. So sometimes you can be like, okay, like I'm, I'm annoyed with today just because of what's going around. Um, but for the most part, it's a lot of feel good comedy stuff. And, and when you, when you curate your feed to show you things that you're interested in, like for me, I'm seeing a lot of, I've got a lot of like um, candy stores out of the UK, like people that make candy from scratch, uh, woodworking, DIY, 3d printing, streaming. Now that stuff um, I can like, get into. Yeah, dude. It, and you're it, just like, the things that people make are fucking yeah. insane. I love DIY I love stuff. It. Yeah, it feels like it's hidden really deep because when and I know Bud will feel the same thing about it. Well, he's leaving, but I'll tell him when he gets right back. Right. Watch it. You do your whatever. When it's you're watching all the superficial looking stuff. That's the first thing it gives you is the superficial mm -hmm. people doing whatever to try and get. It looks like it's an attention getting thing, and I'm like, I don't want to buy into that but the more stuff like my wife send me stupid dog videos and and cute animals doing silly shit and and then my buddy at work sends me funny work related stories or or you know mus musical musician stuff that he and i talk about now i'm getting the good stuff now i'm getting making fun of emo bands that i grew up listening to that i absolutely love and, <laughs> you're and, an you emo know, shit oh totally hardcore let's right? go Hair in my face and everything. I had the whole fucking nine. I'll show you a picture one of these days. Please um, do. Hey, Chart. Hey, Chart. Chart. Yeah, I'll try, I won't cry about it. I promise. Uh, how many emo kids does it take to change a light bulb? Was it like one, and everybody else will cry about it? I don't know. Say, yeah, none. L leave him in the dark to cry. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I was... um, Knickers, yes, I am a punk ska guy. So that in response to that thing from your Twitter, yes, I am a less than Jake, real big fish. Up, upstroke like a motherfucker ska kid so gotcha okay post hardcore biggest nine inch nails fan you might find on the west coast but mostly like my taking back sundays my thursdays my thrices all of that stuff dude I'm, i'm really i that, just so. got back and listened to taking back sunday like this past week i forgot i'll <laughs> how, like where you want to be used to be like my number one favorite album and then mm -hmm. i listen to louder now from beginning to end and i just don't think where i was in I was my life it was just number what? one i just peed bullshit oh you just did wow. pee pee yeah. um Here's louder now <laughs> had a lot of good hits when yeah. it first came out but now that I listen to Louder Now from beginning to end, I'm like, holy shit, this is one of the greatest albums that they've See, ever feel, put out, in my opinion. I feel the same about that because, again, uh, tell all your friends and uh, where you want to be are fucking top, top notch, in my opinion. And then Make Damn Sure is a great single. It's a great But I just never got into the album, and maybe I'm at a time in my life now that maybe I should put it on and check it out. Um, I, got, I just recently got really into Paramore. Just like out of the blue. Yeah. You know, they're great. Like their first two albums are phenomenal. The rest of their stuff kind of goes in a direction I don't want to go in. But I, I'm i finding a lot of older bands that I should have listened to that I'm now like really at work. We can put on headphones all day at work and listen while we're building shit. So I'm constantly like, Jesus, what should I listen to today? What's going to be on the doc? Yeah. 
the Bayside for fucking three hours or eight, ten hours. I've got plenty of hours to fill that out. You know, that's just that's how we do it. Now you're giving me some good stuff to start uh, poking around into. So maybe I'll 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 break open the mold on some of the stuff I poo pooed beforehand. <laughs> Very cool. See, Very we're cool. always learning something on this fucking podcast. Yes, and whether it's technology or what, <laughs> what it works. it's always happening. I, I love it. I love it too. Fucking yeah, that's well. Can I uh, can I take a second to go grab a drink real quick? You do your you thing, man. You do your thing. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep talking while you do your thing, man. Absolutely. <laughs> this is fun, guys. This is no, it's gone. This asshole. Yeah. Go Anybody ahead. else want to go take a leak? I can just I can just hang out here with chat and just you know. No, we're killing it. This is this is I'll great. I just uh, yeah. I, I couldn't I hold it. I don't be drinking these leak, yinglings, remember? man. I was I was sitting here. I was like, well, I'll make it to the end. I'll make it to the end. I'm like, no, bladder's gonna fucking bust. I gotta run. Okay, guys, I'll be back. <laughs> I'm sitting here going. <laughs> I'm a lot of beverages. <laughs> I'm on my fourth lemonade with bourbon, so and then eventually the dam's gonna bust. This is beer number four, so yeah, I'm about beer ready to open four. number five. Oh. See, I I only had the one white yeah. claw I wasn't drinking until I went outside. Sure, well, I've got you. Yo, forearm, your left forearm. Looking at the tat. I never really got to see what the ink is. Yeah, let's see the yeah, tat. It's, it's my obsession with stars tattoo. Oh, it's a cool tat, dude. That's nice. yeah. This is fucking like 10 years old and you wouldn't know it. Look at this. The guy did a this phenomenal is my piece work. of shit, Tad. It says Ozzy because I was drunk <laughs> and I loved Ozzy Osbourne oh. back in the day. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Nautical. I, uh, I, I was 16, a, year, I was 16 I years old and too. I wanted Ozzy across my knuckles like Ozzy Osbourne had because I was a big metal head and I wanted to be like Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> but my dad, oh, my dad, man. well, yeah, yeah. But my dad would have murdered me. So I was like, put it on my arm where, I, where my sleeve <laughs> will cover it. <laughs> and there you go. Nautical. It's N for Nicole, my wife. She is my Fair. true north. Fair there. Okay. See, that's clever. And then what a guy. Yeah, yeah. Mushy. What a mushy guy. crap. <laughs> Shut up, asshole. Paul loves his wife. <laughs> <laughs> you love her. you marry her? Yeah. yeah. Why'd you marry her? Oh, I already did. Oh, you're right. <laughs> well, I actually have a full sleeve planned that I'm hoping to get here in the next year or two oh, of nice. uh, the entire Damn. Tower of Gods from Final Fantasy VI and Kefka at the top. My ultimate goal is to have a life t life size tattoo of myself. Okay, Steve. Life size? Yeah. How about a tall? So basically, a, you won't you be able to see it. It'll just look like me standing there. It'll be a full body tattoo of yourself, but taller. But taller. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, I still say the best tattoo. Best tattoo idea I ever heard was this guy. He's like, I want to be like a peacock. I want to have a tattoo, a full body tattoo of a very colorful comic book, but the ending is in my crotch. So only the woman who wins my heart gets to see how it ends. Wow. <laughs> I like <Wow>. that. <laughs> and I went, bravo, sir. Bravo. bravo. Well done. Well done. So Knackers, how's the drink? <laughs> yeah, it's good. I, uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Same thing. Hey, let me chug this one. Oh, Ooh. good stuff. Good stuff. How is that Bud Light seltzer? I, should, should we do it? They're really like fucking good. Spot. Are they? We're not sponsored. <laughs> we're not. Um, so I love the White Claws. I know that much. Claws are great. Yeah. There's so many. I feel as good about seltzers. Like, do you guys know how absolutely fucking insane it is that we got to live through the start and the end of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like the movie series that was that storyline, like how fucking yeah. lucky we yeah. are. I don't even care about Marvel that much, yeah. but the fact that I get to live through that, amazing. Out of all the history of mankind. Right. 
And on that same level, we also got to see the rise of seltzers in the alcohol world. The rise. Hallelujah. What a time to be alive. Would it be the rise or the return? <laughs> I feel like it would be the return because I thought they were, we used to have them like way back in the day, I thought too. Did oh, freaking Zima. I don't. Well, those, Zima. Those, those, I mean, those Zima is basically the seltzer, right? Okay, I got a story about Zima. Or Jaeger. Or oh, not shit. Jaeger. Um, fucking Smirnoff. <laughs> but before. But to but, this before. level, right? Not like, to this usually. Level, usually like every you go into a has a fucking seltzer right now. Rainier, hey, you go, like you go into Rainier the... has a seltzer here. Are you kidding me? A fucking <laughs> Rainier. By the way, uh, by the way, BCTV uh, seltzer is coming out in about a week. Yeah, I just there you go. <laughs> Fuck your bathwater. We got seltzer, bitch. We got we got BCTV seltzer, motherfuckers. <laughs> like when you go to a liquor store nowadays, it's coolers worth of seltzers from different companies. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, it's so an end cap. It's a feature section. Seems it really like it started is. with so White Claws, I'm a, if I'm not mistaken. And then yeah, everybody came White out White Claws one. were the ones yeah. that, like, really kicked it off for everybody. Trulies came out, and I've I've historically liked the flavors of Trulies compared to White Claws. But now Truly. that they both have yeah. so many different flavors. And so, um, Tim the Tatman, somebody that I've been watching for, I feel like, my entire fucking life, um, mm. he had always been praising these seltzers, and they have... I don't know, probably like 16 different flavors. Oh, so wow. I picked yep. up one of the seasonal packages and um, a guy out. I just had on a, what's that? Yeah, they're really, really good. Yeah, I might check it um, out. Yeah. The guy I had on a podcast a week ago is named Steve Wisey and he's huge. He does like a, his TikTok content is a weirdly, uh, a weekly beer show. And he told me about Dang. this seltzer called Smooge. I don't have a can here, Smooge. but it Sounds is like a hard different. seltzer smoothie. Like, it's not huh. liquid, but it's not solid. It's this really weird in-between. Yeah. Like yeah, were... we, we was not a fan. Huh? Very, very good. Yeah. That sounds good. It does. It sounded good. good. I remember yeah, I saw yeah, the picture good. of the, the video that you did with Weenie. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. was kind of like, I'm not saying no, but it's kind of a... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, as somebody that spent the entire pandemic chugging beers and gaining thirty pounds, I'm like, all right, if I'm gonna buy in uh, in excess, let's uh, let's get something that's a little bit easier on the metabolism. And now I've just been. Didn't it's like, it's like, what does it matter? I'm pounding six beers or six seltzers, but it makes me feel better inside. And I'm glad hey, you brought I, up uh, and and we we clear right. The clearer the drink, the the less calories and shit in it, right? Yeah, there you go. That's, of course, the, the, co the, co the color, the color is where all the calories are. Science. Uh, but, but, but going back to uh, you, kind of mentioned we've kind of you know uh, mentioned a couple times uh, your podcast that you've got a podcast, the uh, Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast, I believe it is. You do that with a good friend of ours, uh, Jimmy, uh, Middle Age Stream, and um, and it's a wonderful podcast. We want to tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. the Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast started over five years ago on oh, Twitch, God. and it was myself, my brother, and then three of my friends. Um, so I started Twitch as a means to broadcast my gameplay to people in my gaming community. So I was a part of a PC gaming community that my brother had started like well over a decade ago, and we had a super, super good core of gamers in that community and you know my brother told me about the site called twitch they had just gotten you know they used to be justin tv i had started streaming on twitch like nine months after they had changed their name to twitch oh wow and it was very and i had no idea what justin tv was at the time and um no idea what i was getting into 
And shortly after, so this would now be 2016, um, I just knew how important talking to people was and having a dedicated place where I could talk to my friends and colleagues. And so we would have five people on a podcast and it would be every other week. Um, before then, I had done a podcast for my gaming community that was every week. And back when I was trying to be a part-time gaming streamer on top of a full-time job, doing a weekly podcast where you have prepared scripted content is a fucking nightmare. I don't recommend anybody try and do that I because the amount of that. prep work. Yeah. Oh my god. Even the prep um, work for this but, podcast is a lot, but scripted and fully planned out, that would be another level. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Four Brutal. four to five Google Docs pages worth of content that we would go over. The podcast sucked. It was a terrible, terrible <laughs> podcast at first. Um, and as time went on, um, you know, people started, you know, falling off. Guests started changing. Mm -hmm. And then I want to say sometime in 2018, 2019, um, we brought on Middle Age Stream. And then shortly after, we brought on my buddy uh, Bishop. And by that time, I had finally gotten to the point where I could write four sentences on a blank page and I could carry that conversation for two and a half hours. And that was just a skill that did not develop for a long time because yeah. I was so reliant on, I got to prepare a script. I have to have articles. Right. I have to have talking yeah. points. It, right. Instead of focusing what I should have focused on from the beginning, have a conversation with somebody that you've never talked to before. Because mm -hmm. once you learn how to do that, podcasting is really, really easy. There's a, there's yeah. a, couple niche things where like you need to learn how to tailor a conversation to your audience you need to be able to direct it when it gets off track depending mm -hmm. on what kind of podcast you have right um casting for us is a little bit different because it's a live environment there's mm -hmm. no editing you know there, there's no um, god. changing things after the fact oh my god can you fucking imagine uh, i hate no. editing i fucking hate editing when as I, a former yeah. podcast host yeah like like the pre-recorded kind yeah Fuck editing. Fuck it right yeah. in the ass, unlubed with a broomstick. You know how I edit this podcast? I take the beginning where we have the starting soon screen and the ending where we have the ending now screen. Cut that out. Bam. Magic oh. together. <laughs> YouTube, here we come. Yeah, render and yep. DaVinci Resolve and then upload to YouTube and, and anchor. See you later. Yeah. I've done, I've gotten into a little bit more editing after the fact, but there is a website I use called Auphonic where you upload the mp3 and it auto normalizes and compresses and brings Beautiful. everybody's audio levels to around yeah. a, an area and then i just export that and i upload that awesome. and it, it works wonderful so yeah. it's all about finding the tools yeah. to make things more right, right. I, i'm you. a recent uh convert to uh davinci resolve and i love it because i don't know if you've used it uh, you, you probably know of, of it at least love being it. in your field but yeah I, I love that it's got a lot of the adobe uh software i was using rolled into one but I can do the video, I can normalize the audio, and I can export an audio-only version in one piece of software, upload the audio version to Anchor, upload the video version to YouTube, and then I'm and bam, I'm done. You know, great, great yep, piece of software. That's my favorite part of DaVinci. Like, if you want to go in and EQ and noise gate three different audio channels, it's so fucking easy in DaVinci. It's I all tabs, it. yeah. I love it, man. I, yeah. gee, I, turned, I, I, I turned Jardy on to that. Yeah, yeah, he turned me on to it, yeah. and it's fucking free. Yeah, hey, free. And it's got all the goddamn yeah. shit that that Adobe has. Yeah. I made my stupid-ass stinger on that. 
in like, I mean, it's it took great. me five days to do it because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I had to watch 800 YouTube Amen. videos. But there's a million tutorials. Doing. Yeah, you'll get there. But yeah. exactly, but you can still you can still do it. Someone with zero knowledge of how to do any kind of video editing yeah. can make stuff out of it. It's and it's as powerful again, not, as Premiere. Yeah, it's as powerful as Premiere and After Effects and Audition put together, which was the three pieces of Adobe software I was using that it replaced. Yep. Yeah. It's fantastic, yeah. and there's a million tutorials out on YouTube. Yeah, and same so, here. I use so something that's really that's really kind of like people go, "Wait, you still use that?" Um, I still use Audacity. I use Wondershare Filmora. I still use, Audacity. and I go, yeah. and I go. If you know how to use it, you're Why gonna stop? be fine. Mm-hmm. Now, Na- Na- Nackers gave me a weird look when I said Wondershare Filmora. What was that? What was that? <laughs> a little, little bit, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, the works, reason I used works. it was. Um, I had a friend who had a redemption code for that six years ago. So I got the full premiere subscription suite for free. And it's it's not amazing, but for what I'm doing, it's doing it's doing fine. And down the line, I'm probably gonna make a shift, but for the fact that I got, you know, uh, a forty nine ninety nine for zero, come to damn awesome. yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Um, so I, I went ahead and veered myself off track there, um, because right, I good. could, I can go off it in any direction when it we, comes we, to podcasts. We love tangents on this we podcast. We love it. We love it. Every freaking where. So yeah, we're feel, purely yeah. tangential. Have at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, at, at that point, um, you know, the podcast went from, my goal was to, I didn't give a shit about post-production. I didn't care about who showed up. My goal was to have a dedicated time to talk to my friends about video games. And then over time, it really developed into, all right, I need to give up that and I, I need to tailor my show to to the audience that I am trying to reach. And so now it's um, it's kind of split half and half. The Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast is a weekly opportunity to sit down with people that I like and respect and talk about real issues in the streaming industry. And then on the other weeks when we're not doing that, I have on new guests each week specifically targeting like the technology side of the streaming industry, trying to talk to people in the industry, um, people that are CEOs that run companies, um, product managers, um, and, and kind of veer in that direction as well. On top of having people that might not be in the technology side, but, um, you know, we've had like, like Epos Fox, we've had like the developer of OBS, um, we've had like last week. Yeah. That yeah, that was last yeah, week. Yeah, I know you, got, um, you, you, you and Epos get along pretty good. Yeah, he's he's kind of a hero of mine. Yeah, yeah, I love that dude. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So it's um it's an amazing opportunity not only to bring really cool content to the end user, you know, but it's it's an awesome experience for me to be able to sit down with these people that develop tools that I've been using for years or people of on YouTube like Epos that I've been watching for five years plus and be able to sit down and have a conversation with them. Like that is an yeah. insane privilege that I have to yeah. sometimes like stop myself and realize like, holy shit, I'm so lucky that I get to do this. Dude, I know exactly how you feel because, you know, as, as young as this podcast is, you know, I have aspirations to do some of those things, like get some of those big uh, creators that, uh, that, that I admire. Uh, you were one of them, as a matter of fact. Um, and it is it is a privilege. Oh, it is a privilege to um, be able to have these conversations and to be able to learn from uh, people within my own community, but also to be able to branch out into other communities and uh, just sit down and get to really know 
uh, the person and, and, and their origins and what drives them. And it's, it's not only humbling, but it's, it's a huge, huge honor that I'm only now beginning to realize. I say me, but it's really a team of us. There's, there's a whole bunch of us, and I know the other guys feel the same way. Absolutely. And it's been a learning experience, and it's been an absolute privilege. And like I said, it's one of, the, it's one of my favorite things that we've done uh, since my, you know, since I started even on Twitch or as a content creator is to be able to sit down and have these conversations. And I just want to say again, thank you, uh, for being here. Um, I know it sounds like I'm wrapping up. I'm not even, even trying to do that, but, um, but I concur. It I, sounds I, like I, the Academy Awards, they're playing the music. Yeah, we're, playing we're playing it, it up. No, 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 no. But no, I just, I'm just concurring with everything you said <laughs> because, you know, I'm just now getting a taste of that and, and it's, it's, yeah. it's been a wonderful journey so far and I look forward to many more. We've talked to some spectacular people on here, yeah. obviously you included, and they always say, don't meet your heroes because you might be disappointed. But when it comes to who the people that I view as heroes on Twitch, to me, in my opinion, uh, you guys have all been fucking amazing. Ain't that the truth? Because, like, you know, in, in that aspect, when people are talking about, first of all, thank you very much for the compliments. It's, it's super cool to be here, and I very much appreciate the invite. Um, Anytime, dude. Heroes in our lives, like the Tony Hawks, the Brad Pitts, like those are extraordinary human beings. Like the they are humans at another fucking level that we can't comprehend. Mm -hmm. Our heroes in the streaming space, they're just everyday normal people. They're just right. other people. They're you, they're and me, they're Paul, they're Chard. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, shucks. I, I have yet to do, I've had podcasts who, with people that I didn't know well, that turned out to be like massive, <laughs> massive pieces of shit, like huge garbage bags. And I hope right. that you guys don't have to go through that. But <laughs> once, once the podcast progresses and you start reaching out to people that you know less and less, mm -hmm. um, you're going to have somebody. And then you're like, like, I, I have podcasts that I've deleted from yeah. the internet because the people have, been huge pieces of shit yeah um but as far as like the people that i look up to you know like like people like epos and and loco and jim from obs like they've all been absolutely delightful i've learned an insane amount and again just like having the opportunity to sit down and not only part of doing a podcast is asking selfish questions right yeah. like you want to have somebody yeah. on a podcast because you have something you want to know. That's yeah. perfectly fine because your selfish questions are probably questions that other people want to know too. Oh, amen and, to that. And that's just right. how it goes. Yeah, amen to that. Yeah. I, I, when I, when I look for people to invite, I look for people who I think a I'll jive with. B I think I'll learn something from. And really, that's as far as it goes. I mean, you know, if if, if I feel like you've got something to offer that I think I can learn from, which by turn I think the community at large can learn from then that's that's what i look for uh in a podcast uh guest and you know we're 17 this is our 17th episode and you know thus far we haven't had a bad guest every one of them has been fantastic and, and an absolute pleasure you know it could happen you know but uh right. so far in this journey it's been an absolute absolute pleasure by the way i just want to draw attention a... over to chard because uh chard looks like he's uh shrinking by the moment i am uh, it's my chair <laughs> oh <laughs> no equipment here. malfunction equipment malfunction yeah. This is the dude. Pro. It's my fault this time, so I just went a little lower. I know that pain so much. Yeah. So I've had two times on stream where my chair has snapped 
I have fallen back and out of my chair. This was before I... Oh, look at this bastard with his fucking <laughs> lean-back machine. Um, no, so no, the, the dude, base... I'm in a dad chair. I'm, like, legitimately in my living room. Oh, my God. In a it's a gaming chair. chair. He's on the futon. And how uncomfortable this thing is, I had to get a fucking lumbar support pillow, and this is the lumbar support that came with it. It's now my headrest. So I had, I had to fucking, I had to fucking life hack my gaming chair to make it so it didn't kill my back. This is the most expensive gaming chair I've yeah. ever purchased, and it was, I mean, it wasn't that expensive, but the base on it broke. Oh no! When I oh. sat at it and I fucking was pinned between my desk and the fucking wall, screaming for my wife to come and rescue me because I'm <laughs> freaking out and I'm angry as fuck at this thing. So I was like, I don't, I don't want to spend another such and such money on this stupid chair. So I was using this ten dollar IKEA chair, which is ten times worse than this thing. And then my community got me a base, a metal base that they got off of, off of uh, Amazon, and this thing's super strong. But of course, as soon as I get the base put on, the fucking cylinder starts to go out. Oh, so no. every now and then, I'll be, I got my camera levels, I'm good, I've got, you know, just enough of me that wants to be shown, and then, yeah, we're just sinking in. <laughs> so sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes me and a shark on stream has its fucking benefits. Yeah, there you go. When, that's, oh that's, when the, that's when VTube that's comes out. That's when the VTuber comes this thing's a pile the shit so so the, the you know the lever that changes whether or not you can lean back in your chair yeah, or not like on a traditional yeah, yeah. office max chair right so the chair that i had in the middle of a stream no rhyme or reason that Ooh. would disengage and my entire my entire chair would click and it would throw me backwards because oh, i would Christ. like i would be leaning on it and it would just give and there's so many clips of just going, oh, my God. And I I put up with that for so long. My yeah. Every time I would lean a certain way, the piston mounting plate would come dislodged from the bottom oh, of the chair. Fuck. And I would just fall out. You'd just be like um, fucking. <laughs> yep. And it's funny. I, I have two clips. Two clips that went like sort of viral on live stream fails back when it was a decent subreddit. And both times, I got made fun of relentlessly for having... Because as soon as I fall back, my feet go up in the air oh, and right. reveal that I was wearing tennis shoes both That's times. Beautiful. People reamed me for having <laughs> shoes while I was streaming, man. Bastards. That's what you get hit for? And Whoa, my, what? Yeah. And my bird legs. <laughs> Bud, are you wearing black socks with tennis shoes? <laughs> yes, I, I am, and I always shoes. do. I do, too. I'm barefoot and proud, goddammit. Hey, if they're ankles, it's all good. Yeah, they're ankle socks. Now, if, yeah, yeah, they're ankles. Yeah, I'm not wearing they're knee high the, uh, socks. They're not up to the shins. Dubious. And I don't Dubious. do socks with sandals. Socks. You're not you have sandals. Northwest, I don't have, I I have, have flip-flops. Flip -flops, I guess those are sandals. I, see, I can't complain. I wear Crocs. Crocs are my flip-flops. Yeah, I, I don't give a hints shit. Crocs and Hot Pockets. <laughs> hints, hints what's, your what's your favorite Hint. Hot Pocket? Ham and cheese. No Ham and question. cheese. Really? Yeah. I like the pepperoni. Yep. Pizza guy. Yeah. I like the pizza, pizza pepperoni. Yeah. Do you have a technique have... to heat up your hot pockets so they don't get you know, so liquid hot? You know, in the middle and I really don't. Frozen Second in the middle? degree burns yeah, from a yeah. fucking hot pocket. <laughs> I don't like. Is there? Oh, is there a good strategy? I feel like it's just. I feel I like that's know, the man. I tried the sleeve. I tried without the sleeve. Uh, Every time I do it, they're wrong. But they're so just delicious. Roll the dice. Yeah. I have a technique. Oh, let's hear oh, it. Oh, uh -oh. let's hear it. Life hack from Paul. I, I have, dude. If you call me a fucking hipster, I'm gonna crawl through this screen. I'm gonna punch you right in the dick. Too late. 
Um, no. Same way that I'll par cook asparagus is I wrap it in a moist paper towel. Do that for the first 30 seconds of the cook because the microwave will heat up the water and steam the hot pocket a little bit. Oh, I see. Then take it out of the paper towel and do the rest of the cook the normal way. It evens out the cooking process. And then you don't have the cold center and and liquid hot magma edges. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is there... Burger joint back in Sacramento. Sorry, doctors, I didn't catch up. There's a place here. The squeeze in, the squeeze in exactly, and they oh. throw ice cubes. They throw ice oh. cubes on the griddle. They put the meat in. They take literally the biggest hunk of cheese you've ever seen. They throw that on top of the burger, and then they cover it. And it's basically the same kind of aspect. So it, like, now, it the burger. Cheese. If this is yeah. the burger, there's the cheese. That's cheese. It makes that, a that, cheese that, skirt. That's not that exaggeration. Fold yeah, over and eat it separately. It's so good. Oh God! I love food good. technology. Go ahead, yeah, next. Char- I'm sorry. I, I want to try to Sacramento. Yeah. You're good. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you got me thinking about cheese now. I don't even remember how I, long I was saying. Yeah, I don't uh, remember yeah, what we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, we're, no. What is his favorite hot pocket? Well, you said ham and cheese. Well, then you have. Oh, to, then that, got, yeah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. We had the math on how to make it. Are there like our hot pockets meant? For toasters, like, are there toaster instructions? I was microwave, it microwave or oven. I was like yeah. convection toaster, maybe. Maybe, maybe a toaster think, oven. Like, sideways toaster oven. Yeah, I had I a feel like a who panini pressed it once. He panini pressed because he didn't well, have a, a microwave. Pocket. He panini pressed a hot pocket, and it came out into crunchy, godlike, amazing, I beautiful stuff. But I'm like, I. Yeah, it was. Or can you form and grill one? Can you do the same thing? Oh, same you better thing? Be I don't able see to. why not. Yeah. I don't see why That's... not. Yeah, air like a, fryer. A smoked, smoked hot oh, pocket. Like a a traditional oh, I'll give a I was getting ready to say, I wonder if anybody ever deep fried a hot pocket, but yeah. What we? Well, of course, oh, they have it's frozen. Frozen. Yeah. I'll smoke if it's frozen, face. it may be a bad idea because of the ice. But yeah. Oh, I'll make it work. Oh yeah, do they like combust if you try? And... Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, it's frozen. It might. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. Kids at home, that do not try bad. to deep fry a hot pocket. Please do not deep fry. Yeah, we're hot gonna. Me- meanwhile, in southern Indiana. Yeah, do not do that. Please. Hot killed by. Hot I am pocket not responsible for anybody who who dies in a grease fire. <laughs> Again, we're not sponsored. We are not responsible for anything bad that happens. <laughs> As a result. You were to get a sponsor for the podcast like but what's your dream sponsor for the podcast oh shit. Ooh, okay turn the tables yeah yeah nah, makers mark, mark, makers mark would be good or buffalo Heritage trace which is my company I, I love buffalo trace out of gig harbor Washington. hidden valley ranch dressing yinglings you fucking shut up paul or i'm gonna come over there right now with your <laughs> yes. fucking ranch oh, wait, dressing stop, stop everybody stop everybody stop knackers hot w- buffalo wings blue cheese or ranch both at the same I'm time, taking, I, I will literally get blue cheese, ranch, and uh, honey mustard and alternate depending I on it. wing. Like, I, think, I, think I want as many dips out. as possible. I think this is a cop out. No, I think, I think, no. me too. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not I 100% kidding. and support your multifaceted enjoyment of different sauces and flavors. Yeah. All right, fine. Every, every time I go out for wings, I ask for both. Am I getting mozzarella yeah. sticks? I want marinara and ranch back to I back. I love it. Interesting. Interesting. Onion rings, ranch, barbecue sauce. Boom. All right. To you appease go. your demands, if I had to choose between which one I like more, I like ranch more than blue God cheese. God damn I it. I love blue cheese. Yes. 
Yeah. Sorry. That's Good it. Man. I'm canceling the podcast. You want to know why? Here's why. <laughs> Anch from restaurant to restaurant is 100 times more consistent than blue cheese. Ah. It's very, very rare that you get bad ranch from a restaurant. But blue cheese? I don't know what the fuck people do. I've gotten like yellowish blue cheese. Yeah. Oh, that's like, what disgusting. the hell am I looking that's at? That's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. No. I I always so, I always order the wings and then I cuz I I don't I never eat at the restaurant. I eat them at home. So I have my own blue cheese dressing which I use. I guess I'm not going to say the name brand because I'm not sponsored, but it's one of the refrigerated ones. It's not one of the off the shelf ones. But uh yeah, I use a very fancy grocery store uh, uh blue cheese dressing which is very good. Mm. Nice. You how much, how much you and it's never yellow, <laughs> <laughs> which is disgusting. That's horrifying. All right, so then what? What is everybody's go-to wing sauce or like or rub? Like if you're going to get wings, like what's your favorite wing? I would go uh, spicy garlic is usually the one we go for, but I'll add a okay. little bit of Frank's on top of that. Uh, chipotle, oh, chipotle rub. That's my favorite. Okay. Uh, Classic uh, buffalo, but if they if their buffalo sauce, there are some places that do a buffalo sauce where it's like way too much vinegar, and I go yeah. vinegar is a part of the sauce, but it's just like I don't want to be sucking down uncured pickle juice on right. my wings. Um, but so if, they, if their buffalo sauce is balls, then mango habanero, nice, okay. Good choice. What about so, you? and you can always tell with the buffalo because like when you open up, if you get takeout. If you open up the wings and you you ask for a mild, which most of the time means like a buffalo-ish sauce, the all of the wing sauce has fallen off into pool and pooled yep. in the actual container. Right. And you have a dry buffalo. We've like, I want buffalo sauce, not buffalo like <laughs> essence. <laughs> um for me, of low. buffalo powder. Yeah, like the LaCroix of fucking no. wings. <laughs> Even though I do love LaCroix, but um, <laughs> For me, there's a local place near us. They do a bourbon sriracha uh, mm. wet. Oh, that sounds rub, good. And it is mm. so. Really it is good. my number one favorite. So so good. A bourbon sriracha. I would want to flambe the bourbon. Bourbon sriracha really does. Sound oh. It's good. it's sweet, smoky, and I don't want to say spicy, but it's like it's it, it's got yeah, okay. heat to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not. I'm not big on the super super spicy things. Like if I have to put work into inserting things into my mouth, yeah, it's not gonna. I don't. I don't fall into place. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm deal gonna with, stop I'm gonna talking because that, that one was too soon. easy. Yeah, yeah. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. If be, you care. Oh, go ahead. I know. I'm just gonna work to put with... things in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. That's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Do you, see these, uh, do you see these rails? Do you see these rails? They Here's the podcast. Been derailed. Yep. Goodbye. Oh, Goodbye. I don't even know if we were on them. Yeah. Are we still live? <laughs> I, mean, I, I think I clicked stop streaming about an hour ago. Yeah, we we're, we're still live. <laughs> <laughs> we just been talking to each other the whole time now. <laughs> no, I actually, uh, speaking of spicy food and, you know, shameless plug, you know, we just did a charity event, Chard and I, uh, over the last weekend. And uh, because of raising over $10,000, I'm going to be doing the Death Nut Challenge a week from yesterday. So and, and it's this Saturday. I don't know if you've heard of this, Knackers. Uh, I have. You have. So, yeah. So um, I am praying. I'm not religious, but I'm praying anyway <laughs> that, <laughs> uh, that my gastrointestinal tract will survive this. But we'll see how it goes. <laughs> You Prep are going to have a prolapsed oh, yeah. anus. It's I am going to have a bad time. 
Prep up. Oh, no. Yeah. Now, yeah, Prep see, I have, I have in this jar here, this is this is normally a salt shaker, but I have, uh, this is cayenne pepper powder. I put about a, uh, about a millimeter or two thick layer on my boiled eggs this morning just to try to prep. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing a pepper montage all week. Dying <laughs> all week. Yeah. I'm going to be doing it. TikTok. Just like, yeah, there's, there there's some there's on the top here. Just... There you go. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so all doing about doing whatever necessary for charity. I will never offer up eating spicy things for charity. You know ever, the funny ever, part ever, is? Ever, you ever. want to hear the funniest part about it is? I told my wife about this uh, this morning. I said, well, I ordered these hot peppers because I did this for charity and all that. She's like, because my other incentive was to uh, shave my head. And she's like, you should have just shaved your head. <laughs> that's that's coming from my wife. She's like, why didn't you just shave your head? <laughs> I'm like, well. Yeah, yeah. I already, I already well, said the peanuts. Too easy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The last time Bud did charity, we made him nair one of his legs. Only one. Yeah. Only one. Yeah. He did the whole thing. This like How did that go? It's 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 all grown back. <laughs> I'm back to being a Sasquatch man. Well that was a year ago, dude. If it didn't grow back right now, yeah. you got some serious homework. It was a year ago. Yeah, yeah it was, it was a, year a year ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. That's my my wife did my makeup for that stream. He looked like a streaming Jumanji or something. Not Jumanji, uh, Jumby. Uh, Jumby, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh doing all of my shit. She, um, Chard Monk's wife is a makeup and hair artist and turned uh, Chard Monk into Kefka from Final Fantasy VI. I wish I had the picture oh, I, should, I could show you. Yeah, there's pictures. Yeah, I think I still have it. I have, I have it somewhere. I'm it sure. was amazing. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was great. It was great. I know Gal clipped it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Torture me. Good fun. Uh, let's that. double check, make sure if we don't have any viewer questions before yeah, we, we can, go. Yeah, we can move on to viewer questions. We got yeah. a couple of them. Um, yeah, we can go ahead and run those. You want to read those, uh, Paul, or I can, if you got them. Are you in the, is it the on-air chat? Yeah, it's on-air chat. Okay, so uh, first, priority question uh, from Hasio. Uh So for those of us wanting to and needing to upgrade their PCs, is it something that we should run a donation event for? Would it be better to try it as a group, or would that seem like it's a bit greedy or beggar-like? First and foremost, they're tips, not donations. Get the yes. get the donation terminology. That's, out that of your is brain. an important distinction. Yes. Right. Yeah. Why, for taxes you, and for the federal care, government. Yes. Yeah. Do you care to elaborate <laughs> as to why that's an important distinction before we move on? Absolutely. You are not registered as a 5013C. You are not a charity. The donations that you receive are tips. They are taxable. It is income, and you have to report it as such. Mm -hmm. um, yes, donations is a term that streamers started using for a long time, even though I don't think that they realized what they meant when they were saying donations, but what you are receiving are tips, tips. Um, and very much belong to the IRS. Not all of it, but... 70. They're, they're, no, they're uh, cut. 30%. <laughs> yeah, 30. yeah, they're cut of it. Um, when it comes to uh, tip goals, it is always better to try and incentivize them. And there's, there's two different levels of um, using incentives for tip goals. One is an incentives that, uh, that breeds content, right? Like I'm going to eat a pepper. I'm going to shave my head, that kind of deal. This, the level two of incentives for tip goals are things that benefits the community. Um, you can't do giveaways uh, because if you are doing giveaways in exchange for tips, uh, that is technically ran, uh, raffling or gambling, and that is illegal in the United States. You need a license in order to do that. Does Twitch follow? Does anybody that's streaming on Twitch follow that? Not necessarily, but 
But you want to be the do, one they you make could an example of? You could be very screwed. Um, but trying to do something like, you know, if you, uh, if, you know, if you tip a certain amount or if the community raises a certain amount, then like I'll play this game for you guys. Or it, it's something that brings value back to the community. Um, and there's different ways that you can do that. You know, it takes a little bit of a little bit of brainstorming. Um, if you are putting up a tip goal for 3080 and you have a 3070, looks a little scummy. If you are failing to meet the minimum requirement of 720p with some decent audio and you're just trying to get a piece of hardware that will enable you to have a decent looking broadcast, the people who are in your community that want to see you succeed will just like will just give it up for that. It it all depends on the context and and what you're actually going for. Um Twitch has built a culture around the community directly supporting the content creator, right? Like nowhere in the history of content creation has it been normal to just monthly pay the content creator that you enjoy, right? Totally new right. thing. So thankfully in Twitch's defense, you know, it, it's a normalized thing, um, but it, it all depends on how long you've been doing it, what you're doing it for, the piece of hardware that you're looking to get. Um, you know, those all have a factor in my opinion. Yeah, very good. Well, no, well spoken. Um, next said. one, it's not a question. Um, this is I'm I'm quoting Lee Clips, one of our wonderful moderators. She said, "It's not a question." But Fortifier did spend points to say, "Hey, Chard, get a Kraken jersey on Kefka." I think he meant uh, get a Kefka jersey with get a no, Kraken jersey a with crack... Kefka on it. No, he wanted a, a my, me to get Kefka with a Kraken jersey, the new hockey team that's coming through here. No, oh, yes, <laughs> new hockey team. Yeah, we yeah, got a Seattle, baby. Seattle, yep. Are they really? Okay. Uh, wow. Word. I, I didn't know that was go sports ball, but we'll go, 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 go the puck. Go sports puck. puck. Sports puck. Sports puck. Yes. Shout out to uh, Sean Core Games, who got a hockey puck in the face a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't, Broken... I didn't know that like new teams could just be introduced. Like I no, feel like this is, this is like a this super... Like expansion a teams, four right? four-year yeah. like, thing. Yeah. That we've been waiting for as Seattleites and Washingtonians. This has been something that Seattleites yeah, and like, Washingtonians. Uh, yeah, that's, it is. That's what we've been waiting for. Yeah, it is it's better yeah, than Michiganders. Michiganders. <laughs> the hey. way your governor would say that in in uh, press conference, we are all Michiganders. And this is a guy who is from Wisconsin. Hearing her say that, and I went, "Wow, yeah, Wisconsinites." I'm from Indiana. They call us Hoosiers. No. No, Wisconsinites. Oh, man. We are not Wisconsinites. We're Wisconsinians. Thank I don't you. give a fuck. It's better than Hoosiers. I, I hate... <laughs> My state hates our governor, man. Yeah. I have never. Everybody talks shit about our Every governor. Every state hates their like, governor. All yeah. The time. yeah. All right. All right. Good. Yeah. So yeah. next one. Uh, Noob Tree 87. How can one build motivation to stream when they have an atypically busy life? Hmm. That could go a number of different ways, actually. Think about an atypically busy life, but yeah. I guess uh -oh. just someone who, uh, uh, we lost Charlie. He's back. Ah, I'm pressing the wrong shit. Ignore me. Keep Char going. Charlie yep. ruined the podcast. Yep. You want you want me to go first? Because I have the I have the not so nice response. You're, you're the guest, man. You go first. You go for it. Fire okay. it off. If you are fighting 
to find the motivation or time to stream, you might be in the wrong business. And the reason I say that is because things that are, you are genuinely passionate about, you will make time for, you will willingly make the sacrifices to do. Now, there's a, there's a difference between being too busy and just being tired, right? Like I can, I can come home from a 12 hour workday and be like, holy shit, I'm so tired. I don't feel like recording a YouTube video. Like that's a different story. If you are constantly fighting for the time or for the motivation to do so, it might be because you're creating something that you are actually not passionate about. So I would tell you to reevaluate what you're doing on stream. Um, if, if you're in it, there's slumps, right? There's highs, lows, there's slumps. If you've, excuse me, if you found that for the past six months, you just can't get, you just can't get in front of the camera. You can't be live. Um, it might be time to self-evaluate and yeah. reevaluate and change whatever you're doing. So you're saying maybe perhaps the lack of motivation could be because of a lack of passion for what you're currently doing. Um, or maybe even streaming in general. And if you had the passion that the underlying passion that was there, you would make the time, you would find the time because the drive would be there because the passion is there. Yeah. For, there if, was if, a, if, there if was I'm, a, yeah. No, no. Yeah. You, you you're reciting it correctly. Yeah. Um, there was a really, really good quote that I heard recently. Um, that was like, um, when, when it comes to streaming in particular, it's not about finding the motivation it should be about the discipline do it right yeah because there's every single day if you're over 20 years old mm -hmm. there is something every single day that is going to be standing in your way to do what you want to do and the level of uh of, of sacrifice that you're willing to give dictates whether or not you're going to overcome whatever is in your way to do the thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's the same way like people don't exercise, right? It's mm -hmm. like, it's either like Monday, your boss sucks. Tuesday, your wife was mean to you. Wednesday, your kid got detention and you had to, there's always something that is going to be in the way. Mm -hmm. It's about having Ooh. the discipline to yeah. actually carry, carry on and continue to do the thing. Um, and uh, again, doing what you're supposed to be doing really plays into that. And I'll, I'll try not to get too crazy detailed, but for the first seven years of me streaming on Twitch, I played video games while actively admitting that I would never become famous playing video games. Yeah. I wasn't that good. Mm -hmm. I also like, I love video games, but I'm not a video game nerd. Like I don't, I don't stay up and watch every waking moment of E3. Yeah. You know, I'm not always just gobbling up every bit of gaming news. Like I like FPSs on the PC, which mm -hmm. is like a very, very niche market. So I was completely delusional the first seven years of streaming and spent time, all of my effort into a content that I wasn't crazy about, but I did want to be a successful streamer. And, and that was my issue. Um, so sometime within the past year, I completely shifted my content to stuff where there is no, I need to get motivated to stream. It's, I know exactly what I'm doing. I love the shit that I'm talking about. I'm going live and we can, we can chat about technology for four hours. And again, there's a little bit of discipline in there. Cause it's not every day you come home and you're like, I'm ready to stream. I feel so <laughs> great. Yeah. Work was yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Um, there's a level of. There's a level of um, of discipline that comes with it too, so it, it always depends. Um, real quick, somebody said FPSs on PC is a niche market. FPSs on PC 
in regards to the entire gaming like universe is very very small i would say that if anything con like console gaming fucking rules the world still we sure. think pc gaming is like the end-all be-all um in the same way how we think that whatever is popular on twitch is is popular everywhere we've right. seen games like battlefield h1z1 player unknown battlegrounds you know they go up and down like oh PUBG's got a thousand viewers on twitch dead game when asia has eight hundred thousand people playing that game yeah. at like in the middle of the day on a tuesday sure, um right. pc fps pc market is very very small in regards to video games um sure. for the entire world very good i mean consoles are easier to get your hands on and they work right out of the package for the most part Whilst pc you have to get parts you have to get better video cards better yeah. processors shit to fucking make it fucking work you know it, it yep. makes more sense that someone could just literally buy a playstation 5 a headset and a controller and fucking you're ready to go you're off to the race right so back to the back to the motivational thing that we were that was the initial part of the question about how, you know how do you find the time or the motivation how much of that would you ascribe to um procrastination which i link to anxiety not laziness necessarily it's it's that fear of getting going that fear of you know maybe i'm not doing so good so maybe that's holding me back um a little bit to find the motivation to stream or maybe find the time or find um, um the willingness to do so i'll rebuttal that with this when you are having a really 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 great podcast where all of you guys are vibing super fucking hard the guest is amazing how often are you looking at chat to see how active it is very little right when you are unapologetically doing what you love and having a great time doing it the anxiety of who's going to show up who's watching am i doing good is is lesser i'm not going to say it's completely gone right no. because mental illness and and, and mental health is fucking massive and it's a conversation that everybody needs to have not just the people that have struggled with mental health their entire life mm -hmm. um this is one of the most draining like industries that you can be in it is it is lonely it is it is hard it, it keeps you up late it wakes you up early it plagues your your thoughts throughout the day um i I will choose not to speak on the like the anxiety part of it because sure. it's not something that I completely understand. And as somebody who as somebody who doesn't suffer from debilitating anxiety, I, I can't I can't tell you how you feel. You know, I can't say, I, Well, you just gotta get you gotta be disciplined, yeah, 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 man. Yeah. yeah. It's like telling somebody with yeah. ADHD, just focus. Right. Just focus, yeah, man. Right, sure. right, right. Focus. Makes sense to me. Um but, yeah. But I, I will say that there is a to an extent being disciplined and, uh, and and being a great content creator is a skill that can be learned. Um, it, it's not like sitting down and learning everything that there is to know about content creation isn't going to make you a good content creator. Um, but there are certain kind of like tips and tricks to being able to kind of navigate that uh low self-esteem anxiety uh you know existential dread uh imposter syndrome those are all very very real things that are that are difficult to navigate those are things so we all that. struggle with especially you know i find myself constantly struggling with the uh, specifically the imposter uh syndrome aspect of it um but yeah to me it's one of those things where um you know i 
I, I have those anxieties too, but I find it's best for me if I just kind of jump in with both feet and sink or swim kind of thing. And I just, I kind of expose myself and I kind of force myself to do it. And the more I do it, the more relaxed I become. It's exposure therapy. It's, you know, if you're afraid of, if you're arachnophobic, you go to a place where there's lots of spiders, you spend some time, you acclimate, you, you and, and it lessens over time. Or and that's kind of my house. Where there's nothing but fucking spiders everywhere. Yeah, you just kind of lay in the bed it. at Charge Monk oh, and you just, or Charge Monk's no. house, and you just let I said Charge Monk. You lay at Charge Monk's house and you let them crawl over your face. <laughs> well, welcome home. Welcome home. I will... Welcome to Spider Town. <laughs> yeah. I will say that there are a certain. How do I put this? Going if you have a shitty day, and you're deciding whether or not you go live. Your experience when live changes whether you have zero people in chat or 20 people in chat. Like, mm -hmm. if you have a really, really shitty day and you go live and notification squad is there as soon as you go live and they can distract you right away, you're going to have a great fucking time. Mm -hmm. If you're a smaller content creator and you have a terrible fucking day and you go live and there's nobody there and you just spend the next hour having a terrible time in a game, mm -hmm. you are going to have a terrible time. So th yeah, there's right. like a small, there's a small aspect of that that is based on the size of the community that you have. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, there yeah. are many, many times where I have a terrible day and I go live and immediately forget all about it. Um, that is kind of a privilege to have because that, that's not something that everybody has in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. And if I can piggyback on this, this is coming off of the weekend where Bud and Chard were part of an amazing fundraiser for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Um, I, as as somebody who has unabashedly, um, sorry to get up on my soapbox a little bit, uh, unabashedly talked about my own mental health, um, I deal with um, anxiety, depression, and post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, we have been on hiatus from streaming this whole month that family games has been dark um and uh we have had 99 percent amazing support people saying like hey we know it's good you're okay and then we've had some people who are like dude pull yourself up by your bootstraps figure your shit out um so when it comes to content creators who are talking about, um, as Noobtree87 was talking about, an atypically busy life, I want to try, uh, even if it's just my own voice, to say there's a difference between busy and clouded. If your life has got a lot of stuff going on and there's the, there's, it's like, I didn't have a shit day. It's, I literally actually feel like shit. Yeah, please. I want to try to give power to people who feel, oh, I've got to go live. There are people expecting something. If you feel like shit and you've had a bad, bad run of things and in your like deep heart and soul, you're like, I'm not okay. Please don't feel the need to go live to satisfy mm -hmm. anybody. Even if I don't care if you have got 30,000 followers and you're a partner and you're used to having 500 live concurrent views, don't do it. Take care of yourself. And I'm going to sort of re I'm going to pull that back to somebody who is just getting started that and, and this is arguably as the smallest streamer in this conversation right now um, that 
the biggest thing is take care of yourself. And we always talk about that on Twitch is please take care of yourself because otherwise when the time comes that you would like to come back, you're not going to be healthy enough to do it if you haven't taken care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So to noob tree, please make sure you're differentiating between busy. Busy is when you got shit to do between yeah. that. And I just can't bring myself to do it. I don't have the emotional energy to do this right now i'm sorry if i'm going a little heavy but I, I always want to i always want to try to push that because there are a lot of people who have said look i just felt like i had to go live you don't ever never worth it no yet you don't have to take your time because in the end the people who are following or subbing they love you and they're yep. going to be there for you when you come back so sorry my little mental health tangent there i'm sorry if i went That's a little a good off tangent, uh, dude. no I'll 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 follow that up the same way. Um, I know Noob Trees is a a viewer of mine, and I really I really appreciate this guy. Again, like Paul said, it I I'm taking a break next weekend just because I'm tired. It it has nothing to do with anything anything bad going on. Everything's great. It's hot as balls. That's the worst thing that's happening to me right uh -huh. now. Um, but I I need a break. I just yeah. need to take a, a short break, and I know that when I go live the following weekend that my crew will show up because we've yeah. we've 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 uh catered when that catered yeah. cultivated thank you cultivated that you know relationship with everybody right. yeah. if you're just starting out you don't have one it's fine go live when you can yeah don't push yes. it right have fun with it this is supposed to be fun it is a lot of people yes. look at this as soon as they get fucking going that this is now my business this is now my job i have to do that and i'm yeah. guilty of that yeah i'm guilty of a fuck 3.30, I got to go now. I got to stop what I'm doing and go now. That's me. That's just me trying to discipline myself. Like Nacker said earlier, that's just my own disciplines trying to whatever. Nobody cares. Yeah. If you go live at 4.30 instead of 3.30, those same people are going to be like, hey, about time you showed up, and they'll give you shit. <laughs> and then you go along. You have a good time and yeah. still forget about the day. And, and just this is supposed to be, for me, and I'm not speaking <clears throat> for everybody, but for me, this is kind of my escapist yeah. from the rigors of life from working a 10 hour shift and 180 degree fucking factory making metal look like something useful this is me doing what <laughs> i do that's what i do it's what i do technically yeah. um this is i always wanted to be in broadcasting that was always my dream it's what i went to college to do i was a musician for several yeah. years we talked about that everybody knows that i want to be in the entertainment business in some form this is the closest thing that i have to it and i absolutely love it so when yeah. i go live that's me saying work life everything go away yeah. that's what i'm doing if you don't have the time to do that or you just don't feel like doing that then don't yeah take your time get yourself right come back when you feel ready to go and don't worry about a schedule if you go on tuesday great if you go on thursday next great if you go next day i want to do it again go friday fucking do it you don't Whoa. have to worry about it yeah work on all that stuff later just do what makes you feel right well uh, mental health is extremely important the way you feel is extremely important don't give a shit about the fucking colored names uh, talking to you on chat don't fucking worry about those guys don't worry about them worry fuck about you, the chat. Person. fuck you chat no <laughs> fuck you chat no look at look at the person told you to get out of here chat fuck I you. Ready to leave we're done but seriously it's about you it's not about yeah. me it's not about paul it's not about bud it's not about knackers it's about you sitting yeah. in that chair pressing go live if you feel up to it fucking do it if you don't don't 
Come back later. Come back when you feel up to it. That's all you got to do. Well, you touched on something before. You said it's supposed to be fun, you know, and, and it is, and it is. But even in a job, you have vacations, right? You got to, you got to, right. you yeah. got to step back from things every now and then, which is why. And, and I'm, not, I'm just now, just now announcing this publicly. In August, I'm taking a month off completely. Do it. No yeah. streaming, no podcast, you lazy no bitch. nothing. No, I'm, t- I'm taking that off, and it, and it's to hedge, it, it's to hedge your against problem, the burnout. Man. Yeah, exactly. You're banned. You're banned. You're banned. No, you're banned. No. But no, I'm taking that. I'm taking a month off, but not just because you know I'm burned out, but it's to prevent the burnout. But not just because of that, but you know, it gives me a chance to regroup. It allows me a chance to focus on the back end of my content a little bit and just kind of plan and make a better product coming back. And, and I think it's important to step back. Uh, every now and then just to have uh, just to just to gain that perspective. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I want to I want to elaborate just a little bit because I don't want to make the, the person who asked the question um, feel like they shouldn't be streaming. Right. Mm. There's no way that I can know what your situation is. Right. Um, and I like that they made the distinction between being cloudy and being busy. Mm-hmm. Um, I am somebody who. I don't have a family. Like I obviously have my girlfriend. I don't have any kids. Have any sick family that need care? Um, I have like two or three family, or one, two, three, four. I know who my immediate family is. Four immediate family members that live in my area that I see every once in a while. I have very little outside obligations other than my job. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is by choice. I don't watch TV. I don't watch TV shows. I don't go to shows. I don't go to the bar. I don't go to the movies. I don't do extracurricular things. I make all of those sacrifices so that I do have time to yeah. do those, to do the stream related things. So what you might have to do in that evaluation of self realize, okay, I don't have time, but how much Netflix did I watch this week? How many movies did I watch? Um, how many, how many video games did I play? There, there's so, there's so many other factors and I, I'm sorry that I came off super, super hard, but no. there's a lot of times where I have these conversations where people say like, man, I just, I can't find the motivation to stream and, and I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Um, and I, I hope to illuminate the more tough conversations that you have to have with yourself yeah. early on. Cause I don't, I don't want to, I'm not here to pamper anybody no. um, because this is literally the hardest fucking thing that I've ever done in my entire life. I've never worked so hard for so long to see so little progress at anything in yeah. my entire fucking life and yep. and that's that's just it man and that's if the game you got to be able to that's the game yeah. and if you don't love it if you don't love every minute of what you're doing shit will tear you down until you are nothing and then, yeah, then you throw comes in yeah you throw one of those you throw anxiety or depression on top of that long hard road it is it is really really tough and i um i I speak to i i i feel people's uh struggles so hard because i i just have little issues with either i haven't gotten properly looked at yet but i either have little uh little dances with anxiety or adhd one of the two and that shit can tear you down and this is already an industry that eats away at all of the good things about being a human. Like there, there are so many cons to this shit that we do, but there's also a lot of pros to a it too. Hell so yeah. um, and I think you were totally on point with the, what, with what you were saying. I think that was conveyed beautifully. So yeah. I, I appreciate you trying to, to reframe, but I, 
I think you were totally on target. Yeah. So we so do have you... one more question um, from Phoenix Delete Knackers. That is a very interesting shirt. What is on it? A lot of stuff. Uh, there's a video game <laughs> controller. There's a cat. Uh, some noodles. It looks like ramen. There's some hearts. There's another cat. <laughs> a lot of stuff going I on. I see two cats. <laughs> there is so much. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a bunch. <laughs> This is uh this is one of my favorite shirts of all time from an artist that up and just deleted herself from the internet. She, one day she was like, "I'm done. I'm closing all my social medias and I'm going to do my own thing." And then she's she's been gone ever since. And yeah, thankfully, I have two bad. shirts that are. I love. I'm a huge. I'm a sucker for like the all over print shirts. Yeah. Um. So uh, th these are my favorite shirts ever. It's a great shirt. Coco approves, don't you? Oh, I'm kidding. You see the cats. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about we throw it to the roundabout for closing things out? Yeah, let's out. go ahead and close it out. Uh, Paul, you want to go ahead and start? Any final words? And we'll let the guest have the final word at the end. Final words. Um, Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Um, Defenestrate. Uh, well, by the way, that is actually my favorite word. To, does anybody here know what to defenestrate somebody means? Does that have anything I usually to do, with do that after... Dude, yeah. That sounds like poop. no. It means to th it means to Being throw out a window. Ah. Oh, and then poop. I defenestrated that asshole. It means I chucked his ass out I a window. I defenestrated and then I defecated. <laughs> yes. There you go. Um, but in actual <laughs> final words, uh, knackers. Uh, beyond as advertised, uh, we have had conversations before. We've talked on your streams. You are a champion when it comes to guiding people into the streaming community both in the technical and in kind of the emotional side of things you're a really good dude and i appreciate you taking the time to come and talk with us today because this was freaking fantastic as evidenced by the fact that we have been on for over two, two hours, hours two hours and 15 minutes, minutes. this yeah. is the longest podcast this is our done. longest podcast yeah is it really yeah, yeah. It by about 15 minutes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> holy shit, dude i when i get on a podcast man it's it's fucking go time from yeah. from oh, the get-go i love oh, it yeah it's been a great one too yeah absolutely. But seriously awesome. thank you a true tip of the hey. hat to you you've been a great great fella holy shit that was shiny <laughs> yeah dude, I, i'm fresh my eyes my eyes <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That means Seriously, a lot. Thank Knackers, you. thank you so much. All right, uh, Charity Boy? Charity. When Bud announced that we would have Knackers on this podcast, my jaw hit the floor. I'm. Oh, wait, I... wait. Who introduced Bud to Knackers? Who? Who? Me. Okay. Me. Oh, really? Yeah. Motherfuckers. You, you <laughs> and then also uh, Jimbles by extension. But yeah, yeah. Both. But yeah, okay. basically, Jimbles about, and, yeah. and Jimbles uh, Paul yeah. were my gateway into Knackers. Yeah. Gotcha. J yeah. Jimbles was my gateway beer into the wonderful, colorful world that is Knackers. Um, <laughs> I was really excited when Bud was like, yo, we're getting Knackers. And I was like, what? Fucking tech guru, dude. No fucking way. I, I lurk a lot on the Tuesdays. Um, cause I like to, I, I've loved your fucking, your talk about the tech work and, and how you help people out. It's not even just hair is a stream deck. This is what it does. You can see it do all this kinds of shit. It's, Hey, you have a stream deck. Let's figure out the best <laughs> guys. 
real real quick uh, i told jackson yeah, yeah. that the talking pickle is on the podcast he's oh, seen you, you while i've been on earbuds and he's like the pickle because he knows the pickle <laughs> he knows the beer moss and he knows the burger critically lit and i'm like it's the pickle and he's like i want to say hi who's gonna be your friend who's gonna be french fries uh oh Ooh, good question french fries hmm. i think you I'll, should i'll fall on that jj's sword. the french fries there you go <laughs> there you go. <laughs> says he'll be the French fries. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry no, to interrupt you, Chard, yeah, but right. he you're, was you're, like, you're, he poked it. his I head out. It. He wanted to say hi to the pickle. Hey, I'm excited to talk to Knackers, too, so trust me. I, <laughs> there you go. He I gets it. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, your, your, your tech streams are not just like, here's some new fucking tech. Like, you can find it on YouTube and people take talk about it. You actually reach out to people or people reach out to you to be like, hey, I've got this new thing what can i do to make it better and you give them the fucking the nitty-gritty on what to do with it you're even just like your comment about the question about streaming you don't bullshit it you are yeah. very much like listen this is probably something you shouldn't have spent money on this is probably something that's not going to work Boy, for you speaker. particularly but here is something else that you can use that will work better for you instead of just saying like nope fuck you you're done um I fucking love that. No, I think that's that's spectacular. There's no sugarcoating. You're helping people out the, and, and using your knowledge for good, your platform for good. We've been talking about using our platform for good for the last, like, so I'm still stuck on that. But, um, and then your, your, your Call of Duty streams. I'm not a huge Call of Duty watcher. Watching a pickle play Call of Duty is probably the most entertaining <laughs> fucking thing I think I've ever seen. I absolutely love it. I actually got, yeah, they do the eyes. <laughs> I actually was sitting down, hanging out, and I was like, babe, get in here. There's a pickle playing Call of Duty. You need to see this. I don't care what you're doing. You need to see this. And she sat down, and we sat in here lurking for like 30 minutes when we were making dinner, watching uh, you find as a pickle. It is, it is awesome. I am so happy that we got to sit down, and like I said before, every single episode we do is a learning experience for all of us. We learned so much from you today and hope that we kind of rubbed off a little bit on you as well about our, our knowledge on certain things as well. Also, I have to comment. In a TOS friendly please, way. Please yeah. tell me. Yeah, I'm going to go make penis things on my 3D. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to ask you, though, your tattoo on your arm. Please tell me that is a Coheed and Cambria uh, Firefly. Oh, I fucking yeah. love it. It is you. indeed. I fucking. You and I nice. just became best friends. It is literally my favorite band next to Nine Inch Nails. I love Coheed and Cambria. Oh, you nice. uh, you and I fan. just became best friends. We are going to go do Coheed in the Garage. That is where my online community like introduction started. So uh, I was a part of a forum, an online forum called think, Cobalt and Calcium. You... Calcium, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Uh, I yeah. used to follow that shit. That's so, way back in the machine. I don't know. I don't know how deep you got into that forum, but I went to. They organized a camping trip in. For wow. real? Nice. Oh my god! I don't even. 2010, 2009, 2010. So yeah. I had I had been talking to these people on this forum. Like the this forum for this band was like my Twitter. It was okay. my social media. I was heavy, heavy into that band. And at that point, I had already seen them probably 
I don't even know how many times. Um, but basically, all these people said, hey, we all hang out every single night on this forum. Um, you know, this is before Discord. So, right. like, forums yeah, were right, how right, you right. communicated. Yeah. I remember forums. And so a, a minivan in New York started. We rented. We all put money forth to get a minivan. It drove from New York, picked up somebody in New Jersey, drove so down, picked up uh, me and my girlfriend at the time. And then we drove to uh, Chicago. And then we drove all the way to Montana to camp there for seven days. All these people that I had never oh, met awesome. in real life before. Um, my mom was there. fucking terrified. <laughs> but she should be. living at home. You made it so, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my online, like my online community family was all of these Cohen Cambria fans oh that I had been God. spending. And, and we went on, I can't even tell you how many vacations that I've gone on in Montana, Chicago, Toronto, uh, Algonquin, Detroit, Ohio, like all oh, wow. I've traveled everywhere to meet these people. Uh, Charles doing um, a thing from I got my Afterman frame vinyls records, vinyls. Uh in the living room I have I oh, got I have so much coheed shit. I've got framed comic books from from all of them. I've met them on numerous occasions. I am like absolutely obsessed with them i think that their story we can talk we're gonna fucking drag this on we'll talk about it another time I, I can, I can well we'll have another podcast about just Coheed. about this yeah 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 it'll yes. be the Coheed, the Coheed and, and knackers podcast uh, i'm gonna make you a little bit jealous guess it. who got to give technical streaming advice to claudio sanchez oh because he started i hate you welcome <laughs> Yeah. Did it. Fucking, did that'll be on the Chuck Coheed. Taylors and Bagel Bites podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anyways, um, what what I long winded me wanted to say was thank you so much for coming and sharing your wisdom, sharing your time, and and just being a fucking badass individual and just like a very cool person. You had said it together earlier today that when you got. You know, the three hosts and the, the guests and they're vibing and they're just chatting and having a good time and you're not looking at chat this, that, and the other. I couldn't help but feel like we were kind of in that moment Living as that. we spoke. Wavelength Living in. it right here. Where we were just fucking grew. We were just jiving and vibing or whatever. And thank you so much for, for vibing with us as long yeah. as you did. We wouldn't have gone to fucking and a half hours if we weren't having a good time. No, I'm having a great time. So exactly. This yeah. is this is awesome, and I'm I'm like I said, I'm taking my break next week. So I think this is a great way to end and start my vacation, as yeah. it were. Yeah. So thank you so much for being a wonderful end to uh, to a very great week of that I, I had. So thank you yeah. so much, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure, dude. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'll take it from here and say, uh, Knackers, man, it has been an absolute pleasure uh, having you on. Um, this podcast has been such a treat, and like Char said, such a learning experience. And this this episode has been most no mistake, or excuse me, no um, no exception. Um, two and a half hours is definitely our longest episode, and by evidence of all the fun that we've been having chatting with you, dude, uh, you're an inspiration. Um, you. Your 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 technology knows no limits, uh, and I've definitely learned a lot from having you on, dude. And uh, good ass thank, dude, yeah, good ass dude. Thank you for being on, and uh, we'd gladly have you back anytime. Anytime you'd like to be back, dude. I'm willing to come back anytime. Yeah. You know, there's definitely something to be said about uh, being able to sit down with the peers, right? Because you know, like every every other week, I choose to sit down with the people 
that I've chosen, right? Like the podcast that I do is the people that I've chosen beyond. And to be able to sit down with other people that are still, still content creators, still people that are in the streaming space, but that are in different little pockets of the streaming area. Mm -hmm. And the, the opportunity to sit down and chat with people that are in those different little pockets, they're extremely, extremely valuable. And it's why I'm always, always down to do these types of things because you never know what type of conversation is going to is going to come up. You don't know what people's backgrounds are, the ties that you have, you know, like, you know, the, the we didn't even get to talking a lot about, you know, we're on a video game streaming website. We barely talked about video games, I know. which is amazing <laughs> because there's so many different things. But like, we don't even know the, the video games that we all grew up with, who was yeah. a Sega guy, who was a Nintendo guy. And it just goes to show like how much room for really good conversation there is when you give it the chance. Um, then obviously there's like, there's, there's a, a type of person that can, can drive podcasts. So I like you guys are all natural at kind of steering and, and, and generating conversation. Um, but th there's just, there's so much value to be had and it might not be a uh, fucking Joe Rogan. Like, yeah, the dude that we're having on the podcast is like a seven time, uh, like, world record cave diver who's got these insane stories of how many times he's almost died um but they're like they're such such good content in my opinion and i just i love being a part of it so even though um you know i do my own podcast like it's always such an amazing honor to be asked to be on somebody else's podcast i'm always fucking about it so thank you guys for thinking of me and yeah. spending the last 10 minutes blowing up my ego. I'm going to carry that for another like week or so. Um, you do it, it man. Was, uh, it, yeah. He has got a permoter. He's going to close beyond four hours. That pickle is saying all stiff boners. all week. Dude, we've come full circle. It's time to 3D print some, some fucking penises. It's, it's, time for that, it's time for that chia dick. Uh, uh, I didn't, honestly, um, I looked at the one, I looked at the clock once accidentally because i was looking at my notepad file where i was writing down things that i wanted to talk about yeah and other than that man that that tells me that i i have a great great time so yeah. thank you for having me on and yeah i'm down to come back whenever you guys absolutely. need me dude thank you once again awesome. and absolutely i, I agree 100 that's a measure of a good podcast if you if you lose track of the time that's an excellent podcast guys Thank yeah, you yeah. so much, Knackers, once again. Thank you for being on the podcast. Chard, Paul, thank you for being here. Everybody at home, thank you for watching uh, episode 17 of the BCTV podcast. We're out this week, but we'll be back next. Uh, well, actually, we won't be back next week. We'll be back in uh, two weeks, and I will announce the guest very soon in Discord. Until then, everybody, take care now. Love y'all. Thanks for hanging out, and we'll see you again real soon. Ta-ta.